0: And welcome back. I'm Mike. I'm Cody. We're the Turntable Teachers. And classes back in session.
1: Turn, 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 turn.
0: We are back with one of our last uh, episodes of the year right before... We, we have one coming after uh, this upcoming week. We have a really special guest coming on uh, next week's show. So really make sure you stay in tune for that. And then right after that, we have our list weeks, which is going to be huge. And uh, so at the point we're recording this, though, Cody has not heard our last week's episode because it hasn't been released yet, given you know how we'll, we'll do these. But uh, first, back, first time back since his big show at uh at McGann's in Boston mm-hmm. with Bella Flash and uh Pano is actually back with us to, for today's episode yo 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 two in a row for Pano what's up Pano we back Cody how do you uh I know you haven't heard it yet but how do you feel about us uh you know doing a little show and tell for your uh for your band
2: Oh, dude, I'm I'm so ready and at the same time so nervous because like, I'm so self-critical with shows and things like that. So I'm like, oh, there's going to be shitting on that like one note that I missed and that one solo that I like whiffed during the whole portion of the show. I'm looking forward
1: to yeah, it. Yeah, we, we ripped you a new asshole.
0: <laughs> we were tough on him, no?
2: Yeah, we were tough. Real tough. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Very harsh critics. Now nah, I came
0: from a total place of love, so, you yeah, know. Factual. Yeah. <laughs> For today's episode, we got a great one. We have a Grammy nominees... Uh, really, reaction from myself, Cody, and Pano today. Uh, we're going to break down some of the biggest categories and figure out what the heck the committee was thinking about some of these and also I don't know, wow. <laughs> and just some of our general reactions about who we think might win. And so who basically, was
1: snubbed, and et cetera.
0: Yep, exactly. And then in the second half of this episode, we're going to actually review The Lost Boy uh, by YBN Corday. And Wow, That's Crazy by Wale, two
2: albums that I know the three of us have been dying to talk about. Mm-hmm. For a very long time now, too. And, I'm, and Pano was actually the one who got me on to YBN Cordae and for um, the Wale album, especially the Wale album. I remember when BGM came out, we were listening to that all the time. You're we like, dude, this album's shaping up to be something good. No, I, I straight sniped YBN
0: Cordae.
1: I, I was hyping that dude forever. I, was, I told everybody, I was like, this
0: kid is going to be good. Well, the first time I heard YB and Cordae was on Logic's last album. It was um, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind or whatever yeah. he was on. I can't remember the name of the song, but uh, he ended up really coming on and and, and gave a really awesome uh, guest performance on that album, and that album was not very good, but he was definitely a bright spot. So
1: I'm trying to think of the name of the first song I heard.
0: I can't remember the song um, that he was on on Logic's album, but he gave a really good guest verse on it.
2: The first time I had ever heard YBN Corday was that um, Jake Cole response from yes. from a while ago. It was yeah. after Jay Cole put out what was it, 1990? No, not 1993. That's a song off the um, Dreamville. Yeah, 1985, 1985. Thank you. But, so that was the first time I had ever heard. Yeah, him during he did it over that. that beat. Yeah, yeah. It's odd. He's he's
0: definitely a great talent, and I can't wait to break down that album with you guys. Uh, but before we get to that album, let's talk through these uh, these Grammy categories, guys.
2: Uh. I'm like, well, I'm mentally sighing. I mean, I should just be sighing out loud, I guess, because this this is going to be rough for some of these nominees. Well, we, you and I had some pretty bold uh, reactions
0: last year to last year's Grammys. I feel like so, and I, and I, and I'm sure we'll do another Grammys, uh, you know, recap when when the actual Grammys happens in February. And I'm sure Panna will come back on for that because that's, I mean, that would not make sense to have him come on and do predictions and then not have him recap the show and the performances and all that but we I mean we, we definitely didn't agree with a lot of the committee's decisions and, and and a lot of times we don't and there's reasons for that I think that it's it's political and the Grammys is just kind of one of those things where people just kind of it's like an excuse to just give popularity contest awards essentially in my opinion
2: I feel like my opinion with the Grammys has been that for a long time it's been less about like having it be important that you won a Grammy, it's almost more important when you get nominated for the Grammy because, like, you know that the absolute A-plus high-ticket artists are all going to get nominated. But if you're some slightly smaller artist who still somehow sneaks a Grammy nomination, I feel like that means a lot.
0: Like a YBN. Exactly. Exactly like I don't know if you guys saw on Instagram but YBN was like cr- like crying but he was he like did a, st- a whole story about how like he was just so touched by being I think he's only 22 23 years old being Grammy uh, nominated for what two two Grammys is it? Two or three Grammys? Uh, he's he has got two. Two. It's Album of the Year and he's got Rap Song of the Year, correct? If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Yep. He with with a bad no, idea with chance. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he's yeah. got both of those, I believe. So, anyway, so let's let's start off with the first one. We'll start off with I, the Record can of the Year. i say one thing. Oh, I, absolutely. Yeah.
1: I I think um Grammy nominations like they're a big thing but I, I feel like it's all due to the labels and has nothing to do with the artists so I, I that's I, a very good point I think it, the big labels with the big money all all their big artists are winning multiple Grammys and I have a feeling that it's political in the label
0: world yeah I think it would be political in the, in the label world like that makes a lot of sense because I feel like the labels are kind of what feeds the committee and then the label is what houses a lot of these artists, so it, it does make a lot of sense for it that it would be political in that kind of landscape. So it, that makes that makes a ton of sense. I just, for me, man, I I never feel like they get the they get it right a lot of the times. I feel like the Casey Musgraves thing last year that was cool. I thought that that was different, and that kind of led. I think we talked about that last year. I didn't year. expect
2: it. I didn't expect it at all. I thought I thought that Cardi B was just going to come away with like every single like record or um, award that she was nominated for that year. So I was really happy that she only won rap. I mean, I shouldn't say I'm happy she won rap album because I was very mad. She won rap album, but I'm very glad she didn't win album of the year as well. It was, yeah, it's not my favorite.
0: It doesn't, it doesn't make a ton of sense. I don't, I don't really understand why. And I've said this, I've been pretty firm on this. I think they only gave that to her so that way they could give her the five minutes unfiltered time to just have on the show to get ratings up. That was always my, my argument here for why Cardi won.
1: And the first female rap artist uh, winner, you know, like that that type situation too.
0: But she's not even one of the best female rap artists I've ever heard, in my opinion. Like, I think Nicki Minaj is a better rapper than her. What about rappers like Rhapsody, Lauren Hill? Lauren Hill won a Grammy, if I'm not mistaken, right?
1: I, but but Lauren. not for album of the year. Yeah, I think it wasn't hers just a song. Wasn't it just she, a rap I song think, of the year? I think
0: she got album of the year.
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure they
2: announced that Cardi was the first female to win rap album of the year. Hmm. I wonder if it's one of those like asterisk things. I wonder yeah. if it's an actual like full album award or if it's again, I wonder if um, Lauren has got like a record of the year or actually we were even talking about, before we started recording about like the difference between song of the year record of the year.
0: No, so I actually and I have this, I have said this on the show before as well. so Speakerbox Love Below is the only is actually the second rap album that's ever won album of the year. So she the won only album. other album, album of the year winner for a rap artist was Lauryn Hill, and it was the Miseducation.
1: But she didn't win rap album of the year. She, she did not. No, you're
0: right, she won she won album of the year. So but that's I think what it yeah. is. but that wouldn't have made sense. Wouldn't she have won al- rap album of the year then, too? That year? Because that would have made a lot of sense if she only, if she won album of the year, but then I know, didn't win her maybe own genre. Wasn't, maybe it this wasn't just a more, category
2: yet. Well, or, it, or it's just more proof that the Grammys are absolutely bonkers. Like, I don't understand how you could win album of the year and not win rap album of the year. That makes absolutely no sense to me.
0: She was, oh, so here, here it does have it right here. She was listed as a, an R&B album of the year that year.
2: Ah, uh, So
0: technically speaking, even though it's hip hop technically, th- she was,
2: somehow got thrown into the R&B so that's kind of similar to Pac this year, then, because Ventura is in R&B, which I mean, I, I don't necessarily disagree with, but I could see that going into like a couple different categories, not yeah. just that. Yeah, that's to get the names and so so
0: that is so then you are must be right then, so because Cardi B would have been the only rap female rap artist to have won album rap album of the year. But mm-hmm. anyways, no so let's yeah, let's go into record of the year. A um, couple of interesting selections this year, I, I would say for sure. Uh, the first selection we have is Hema Bonnie Vare and then Bad Guy Billy Eilish, Seven Rings, Ariana Grande, Hard Place by Her. Old Town Road, Lil Nas, X and Billy Ray Cyrus. Truth hurts by Lizzo. Talk by Khalid. And Sunflower by Post Malone and Sway Lee. So quite. A bit of a list. This this feels like a lot of nominations, doesn't it? For this, yeah, or nominees like for this one like category. Five. Yeah. Why is it so many for record I mean, of the year? I mean, I also I get think it, there's a
1: standout winner. Not that I like the song, I just know it's gonna win.
0: Old Town Road should not win. But if that's gonna. what we're talking about, it, sh- it does not deserve it in my opinion. But it's I'd gonna be. win. You think it's going to? That's all right. Sorry. Win. So maybe we. That's what we did last time. I think we give like prediction.
1: Who, who we thought it's gonna win? And, who do who who we
2: Who do we want? So your prediction is Old Town Road. Yeah. See, I think truth hurts. I think, I think Lizzo. I mean, this is my hot take. I'm pretty sure Lizzo is going to win everything she's been nominated for. Because I'm, I'm with you on this one, Cody. Her, like, I don't want it to happen. I don't want to see it happen. But just because of the sheer success that she's had this year and the Grammys past with just taking the most popular artist and just showering them in awards and nominations, she's nominated for what seven different fields. I can't see her coming away with any less than four Grammys at the end of this night.
0: I think I think Lizzo's gonna get it. Do I want her? No, but uh, I think that I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I think Lizzo, the, how big of an artist she was this year. I think she's gonna get best new artist at least, and then not to like jump to that one. And she's gonna get she's gonna get this record of the year too, in my opinion. I think just because how big and 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 the overall where we're at right now in 2019, 2020, like with you know body image being such a huge thing. I think that people they're just this kind of the wave this is what the grammys does they they ride the wave cardi was the wave last year i think lizzo's the wave this year i think that you know what she's done for not only music but women i think is empowering and they're gonna they're gonna play to that and 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 i and i'm and i'm listen I don't agree with everything that Lizzo has done but I think that Lizzo is very good for the music game and I think that she's got a lot of great music is is it Grammy nomination like best of the year in any category
2: in my opinion no No, and even the song even the song that got nominated off that album is not the one that I would have nominated I, I understand Truth Hurts is the song that everybody knows right now I still think it should be Juice like Juice I think I is the best Juice. song off that album I liked
0: Juice too I just but
2: either way I just in my mind, Old Town
1: Road took over the world. Like for a long time. Everywhere you went, it's played. It's all over social media, which is the world now and that's what the Grammys are gonna like to see. What's taken over social media, what's what's playing everywhere. And I just I, I there's been no song that's been all over the place more than Old Town Road. Mm-hmm.
0: I agree. I'd be stunned if anything and else won. I really I would hate that song. Well that song stinks. I I don't I don't care for it. The only other song I think that has a legitimate chance is Seven Rings by Arnie, Ariana yes. Grande, but even that I don't think even has remotely uh, the, the chance just based on it's just it's just not even a typical Ariana Grande song. I think no. I think it's just it's cheap. It feels very cheap. That would be a very uh, predictable. Choice if they just went with Ariana, but but I mean, but then so would Old Town Road. So I'm not sure what to make of this category. Like I don't understand. Really, for me, the one I'd want to see win. I think the best. If you're gonna go off my personal, my favorite song from here, I think it's no question, "Bad Guy" by Billie Eilish. But I think they're not gonna they're not gonna give it to Billie Eilish off the gate. They're not gonna be like, "Here's 16, 17 year old Billie Eilish. Here's a Grammy for Record of the Year." They're gonna like, "All right, girl, like you got a nomination, but now you gotta like work for this type deal." I don't think they're just gonna give it to her willy nilly.
2: I, can, I could actually see her coming away with one later on in the night that she was nominated for, which I'll save for when we're talking about that category. Um, I think she has a chance, a small chance at it, but it's another category Lizzo was nominated in, so it's really hard for me to pick Billy over Lizzo. At least in terms of what I think the Academy will do, I'm with you though. I would I would really like to see Billie Eilish come away with this one. Even even um, Sunflower, I would rather see take this over any of the other ones. And that and like that's a that's a harsh statement to say. Like I'm not very big on that song, but compared to the field that it's nominated with, I it's tough. It's tough for me to pick one behind Billy. It's a good song, Sunflower. I just, it's just
0: for me. I don't find it to be. It, it, it was never, in my opinion or my thought, of like the best song of the year. And when we do our lists, Cody, in about a month from now, like from from today, roughly, like I'm sorry, none of these songs are gonna be on, even on my top. Nope. Twenty five, or then I'm gonna be on my my honorable mentions. I, I can't see a single song from this list even making my list. So. Nope. I, it, it's just it's just not gonna happen. But. Um, I won't be on that. But me either. <laughs> <laughs> On your hypothetical list, yeah. it won't it won't make it either yeah I mean, if you guys if you guys need my list, call me and I listen i I like Khalid. I just yeah. again, like that song wasn't big yeah. enough. like how is that i and, and and listen, I think the 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 committee does like her quite a bit. You can tell from last yeah, year they had her perform a bunch of times, they nominated her for a bunch, yeah even like yeah like I, like I was going to say, like last year with her performance, like they definitely seem to ride these certain trends. But it's interesting to see that she's up for record of the year. Now, I, I just, I just don't see it happening. I don't think she's going to win, and and I don't see it from from Khalid either. I just, I don't, I don't foresee it.
1: So. Next, we got a uh, we got album of the year,
0: and the categories for album of the year are I.I., Bonnie Vare, Norman Fucking Rockwell, Lana Del Rey. Interesting, interesting album name. <laughs> when we all fall asleep, where do we go? Billy Eilish. Thank you. Next, Ariana Grande. I used to know her by her. Seven, Lil Nas X. Cause I Love You, the Deluxe Edition by Lizzo, and Father of the Bride, Vampire Weekend. Okay, I need oh. to say this. Well, first of all, I don't know what exactly they are. I believe they're like an alt rock. Like
2: Oh, Vampire Weekend, you you would recognize a song by Vampire Weekend if I showed you one. I'll play one after we finish recording. You'd you'd recognize them. They, it's like a very alt rock uh kind of like upbeat indie style group they've they've had a bunch of hits out in like the in the past they actually i'm pretty sure they have a song um that has vince staples on it i think i think there's like a uh, vampire weekend crossed with like vince staples track um that came out like a little while ago but yeah I'm, i'm i'm shocked shocked to see them on there and that they're still relevant predictions
0: so can i say one more thing before we get predictions yeah why in the living hell? is Lil Nas's seven EP up for album of the year. Can someone please explain that to me? And I also saw something else on Instagram the other day that Lil Nas announced that his album, his debut album, is dropping in 2020. So how in the living hell... Could Lil Nas be up for album of the year when he hasn't even dropped his debut fucking album yet? This is what drives me nuts about the Grammys. The, the fact that he's even an, a nominee makes me upset. There's not even a good song on... It's not an album!
1: Yeah, but e- even Even if it were to be an album, there's Old Town Road, which is just overplayed and annoying. And then there's Old Town Road remix.
0: Two of the songs are the same freaking song. On on and then, on the and EP, then,
1: like that song "Panini" is kind of catchy, but that's all it's got.
0: And it stinks. And then other than that- not,
1: I'm not saying it's good. It's kind of catchy. Like I can see like, and that that's nominated for another award. Yeah, which is crazy. It blows my mind.
2: It makes me so sad. Honestly, and it makes me so sad.
1: I just, I just don't get. There was not one good song on it. I I get them putting. Old Town Road in for record of the year. I, I I get that. Like its popularity
0: was undeniable. I, I also understand. that, I too. get
1: that just because of the way it hit the world.
0: <laughs> but the album, <laughs> it's, it's not an album. Stop calling it an album. And the but it's hard to not call it an album because the committee's calling it one. Anyways, it's not an album, bro. It's crazy. It's not like, gonna win. The fact, but it, but the fact is though that I feel like it
1: might. He's not beating Ariana Grande.
2: No, I, I, I think that I think Ariana is going to come away with it. Well, actually, no. You know what? No, I still think Lizzo is no. going to win this one. I, but, I'm telling you, I think Lizzo is going to clean house at this Grammys. I would really like, again, to see Billie Eilish or even Lana Del Rey win this one. Both of those would be very deserving albums. I actually really liked both of those, even more than the Ariana Grande. But Lizzo, n- not a chance. She's probably going to win it, but definitely should not win it.
0: I didn't uh, I didn't listen to the Lana Del Rey album even though I am I am a decent fan of her it's not huge but I do like some of the stuff I've heard her on but one of the producers on uh, her album is Jack Antonoff who also did a ton of work with Kevin abstract mm-hmm. and has done work in the past with Taylor Swift uh, and is a has been Grammy nominated a, a couple of times now so that doesn't surprise me and and um, I'm sure that's a pretty good album I have to check probably go back and check that one out but it's good i just don't see how
1: anybody's beating this ariana grande album she had multiple songs in the top five
0: at one point well we liked that album a lot cody like when you and i reviewed it i think i remember giving it i gave it like either a a mid b or a high b and i think you were in the same boat like we liked that album a lot through the the first seven tracks we liked it a lot I, i i personally
1: i just don't see how she it's hers to lose in my mind.
0: Yeah, I, I out of these, I would like to see Billie Eilish. I think I wouldn't be mad about Ariana's just because I, I really do think Ariana came in with a very good vision for this album. And while I, I think the last half, it just totally falls apart with some of those like those hits that she had, like the Break Up With Your Girlfriend because I'm bored, and the Thank You Next, the, uh, the Seven Rings, I don't like any of those songs, but the first seven tracks, I remember, like NASA was on there, Bloodline, Like there was a lot of really solid cuts from like in that first, and the album's not, like, super long, I think it's only like, about 11 songs, so, or 12 songs, so for the fact for me to be really interested in more than half of an Ariana Grande album is telling, and also for the fact that three of those top 5 tracks you're mentioning were on the back half of the album that I didn't like. I mean, that kind of tells me right there that's a pretty solid album.
1: I also so I'm going to be honest, I haven't listened to any Lizzo. So, I don't know how any of them sound. She's yeah. all over the radio. Yeah, it's I, I mean, don't listen he, I don't listen to the radio
2: so you, you know, know the song but... that's like the I took the DNA test turns out I'm 100% that bitch oh, that's, that's Lizzo, Lizzo. okay I, know. So, I hate that song exactly and it's everywhere it's all you can hear anywhere that you go now I hate that song it's brutal it's absolutely brutal and I remember sending that specific line to um, a friend of mine can't remember who I think it was Alyssa and I sent the snap of it and I was like oh this line's hilarious this song is so bad and this was like when the album first dropped and then three months later it's literally all you hear everywhere it's taken over tiktok it's taken over like the radio it's it's wild and i hate that it's so big
0: so what are we going for in terms of you, it seems like you're pretty pretty set on you think lizzo's gonna win this right cody yeah Un-
1: unfortunately ariana.
0: you're gonna go other ariana i'm i'm gonna go i'm gonna go ariana too of who i think's gonna win uh i'm with you on this one Pano. but i would like to see billy personally that's just my personal choice mm-hmm. if
2: i had to choose from this crop i'm gonna go probably go billy here so actually now that I'm looking ahead at the next one, I, I don't think that the I, I know I've been kind of blowing this out of proportion. I don't think that the Grammys will give Lizzo every single one that they've nominated her for. So if they're gonna let a few fall to other people, I would say this might be the one that could actually end up going to Ariana instead. So in my mind, I think Lizzo and Ariana have an equal shot at getting this. I would like to see Billy or um Lana get it instead though.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm like I said, I'm with you, Pano. I definitely think Ariana. Who would
2: you like to see win, Pano? <laughs> or,
0: or you don't care they're, about this? Yeah.
1: It's not. I'm trying to like broaden my music. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big rap guy, so we all know that. Right. No. So um, there's not really one there for you so, to kind of choose. Like, if I were to enjoy any of these, it's probably Ariana. I, I should probably tune, listen to more Billie Eilish and check out this Lana album. The Eilish maybe, maybe I'm gonna go back and check them out now.
0: I mean, we gave the Billie Eilish album again another pretty high reviews too. I think we get like in the B plus range for that one too. So, so uh, now now where we s- get confused yeah. here, song of the year. <laughs> so 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 the difference between song of the year and record of the year is song of the year is, of the year is based off a of song writing if I'm not mistaken. So that's like as a song writer structure right that that kind of becomes song of the year. Record is like the whole the mix the master the production all that stuff. So for song of the year for uh for this year we have always remember us this way by Lady Gaga. Bad Guy Again, Billie Eilish. Bring My Flowers Now, Tanya Tucker. Hard Place, Her. Lover, Taylor Swift. Norman fucking Rockwell, which I'm guessing is the title track for Lana Del Rey. Uh, Someone You Loved, Louis Capaldi. And then Truth Hurts by Lizzo. So we have this, this is what we have for Song of the Year. Uh, what I want out of this, I, I mean, I guess I'm gonna sound pretty redundant here and go with Billie Eilish again because it's really the only song here I truly, truly liked a lot, or and and have truthfully here have listened to. Uh, I, I can't tell you anything about Louis Capaldi. I don't know what the hell that even is. Tanya Tucker, same thing. I haven't heard that either. Uh, I'm not a big t- I'm not a big Taylor Swift person.
2: So you haven't you haven't heard the Lewis Capaldi album? I'm actually kind of surprised by that. He's he's been really really huge. Oh, he's the dude. Remember we were talking about um, Instagram ads, and I said there was the guy who I only found because on Instagram stories, like every other story, I would see Lewis Capaldi in his like new album. What I think it's called like Divinely Uninspired to a Hellish okay. Degree or something. And I, I just really saw this. I dude I just saw ads for this guy over and over again, and then finally the album came out. I was like, no what? Screw it. Like I've seen so many of these damn ads. Like I'm I'm gonna listen to it, and the guy's really kind of killing it now. If this is the person I'm thinking of, he's got like millions and millions of streams now. He's a very—he actually reminds me a lot of almost like Dermot Kennedy mixed with uh, Ed, like older Ed Sheeran, where it's like a very like singer-songwriter acoustic style. I'm pretty sure he's Irish. I mean, his his accent sounds incredibly Irish or English or somewhere across the sea. Um, so I have heard that one. I wouldn't be—I wouldn't be too upset about that one winning or Billie Eilish. But I mean, again. Lizzo's in this category, so I have a feeling I know what way this, this one's going to go as well. I Yeah, so again, like I said, I haven't heard
0: Luis Capaldi. You now that you're making it a little bit intriguing for me to maybe go check this thing out, because in his album, I, for me, man, I, yeah, like I said, I guess bad guy. What I would like to see win also potentially is a Lady Gaga, always remember us this way uh, song. But I feel like they're also, there's, why are they still dipping back into all the all the songs from that movie that Gaga and Cooper movie.
1: did they perform at the Grammys last year? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't they, I don't know. They won Grammys last year. She did. Yeah. And but isn't this song on that soundtrack? Can't can't say yes or no.
2: I think it is. Mm-hmm. So so why are they double they like feel like they're double dipping again with her? Did they did they release like a deluxe album this year or something like that? Is that did they pull that kind of BS where they like re-released it with a different song or Probably. different mixes or something so now it technically qualifies again? Or maybe last year. Oh, so actually, last year didn't it win Motion Picture Soundtrack? And there was like a country song or something. Maybe the album wasn't technically out. released at that point. Yeah, I but that, but that wouldn't make sense because the other
0: song, the huge song from from that, Shallow. Shallow. Yeah, that was that was. I remember I was saying that I thought that that was gonna win like out. I thought that that was gonna get basically everything. It's on the soundtrack. Believe it or not, it says it right here.
2: It do was on 2018
0: you? soundtrack, so it doesn't make sense that 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 it's all coming up again for 2019. That doesn't make any sense to me. Who knows? It says it right here: a born, a born, yeah. no, a star is born soundtrack. Always remember us this way. That's that's my point. The things the committee does don't doesn't make sense to me. Uh, it must have
2: fallen in the timeline where it can. Oh. Yo. Is it I think is it I figured auction? it out. No, no, no. So, ready? I looked it up. A Star is Born soundtrack, and then in parentheses, without dialogue. Oh, come did they, on. Did they release the album first, right after the movie came out, and it had, like, the movie dialogue in it, and now this is, like, oh, the radio edits as I'm doing it. air quotes? Because if so, this is everything that we've been saying that we hate about the Grammys wrapped up nicely in one category right here, in one nomination. Then, this right here is uh, what is wrong with the Grammys. That
0: makes me sick. Nothing, nothing on Lady Gaga, but I hope... That doesn't win just based off like that that shouldn't shouldn't be a thing that yeah, should that I, should not that's that's ridiculous.
1: Do you think the Grammys puts like people ahead by being like solo in their production and their songwriting like because everybody else has names on it and Taylor Swift's in there by herself with that the songwriting op- f- that might in, in yeah. product like so she's doing everything alone and while well, everybody else has four names next to them.
0: That might be a leg up for her potentially. Uh, maybe the committee looks at that and says, "Oh yeah, you know Taylor Swift. You know you wrote this whole thing on your own. I haven't heard the song, so how good the song is in terms of its songwriting? Who knows? Yeah. But uh, that's up left up to I guess people to interpret and decide. I for me, man, I, I don't know. I, Lizzo's gonna win this one. I, yeah, I, I think Lizzo might be the only like logical choice to probably take it. I think if I was a betting man, I would probably go Lizzo. Again, I would like to see bad guy. Uh, if it was 2018, maybe I'd choose Lady Gaga, but you know, um, it's not. And I don't know what the committee's freaking doing, but figure it out. Like put a better, put. there's so many other songs that probably deserved it to be in here. And you're going to go with a song from 2018 because it because it came out on an album without dialogue and that's like the technicality there. That that pisses me off, I'm sorry.
2: Like I honestly I hope I'm not right about that. I really hope that there's something that we're overlooking that somehow is letting this song like slip in to be qualified for this year. Like I really really hope that I'm just completely off base here, but if that's correct, that's it that's gross. That's really it, honestly, it's almost It would almost be something that would make me as like a younger artist trying to get a Grammy nomination kind of get turned away from it a little bit and start having that like fuck the Grammys attitude because you're seeing artists get snubbed who absolutely deserve it, which we will talk about later. And then you see an album that already won multiple Grammys get another song nominated a year later. It, it doesn't really make any sense. No, none,
1: but... This next category pisses me off.
0: Yeah, okay, well, the, the, I actually wanted to get there, too, in the next one. So the next category is Best New Artist, and Kapani, you want to rattle off the names we got for this one?
1: Yep, we to get back to it. We got Black Pumas, Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X, Lizzo, Maggie Rogers...
2: Rosalia. Rosalia, Rosalia,
0: Tank and the Bangers, yep, and Yola. So I didn't realize that Tank had a uh, had a band, guys. So I I would like it if Tank Tank. Well, I know you haven't heard the last episode as of now, mm-hmm. when this comes out. But uh you know, we we, we definitely talked about. There's actually a really funny uh, story on that one in regards to Tank and and my girlfriend Chris. Chris, I thought she, uh, that Tank was the bouncer at your <laughs> your show. You'll hear it. <laughs> Oh so it was pretty funny. Anyway, uh, shout out Tank uh, and your Bangas uh, band. <laughs> I hope I hope you guys win. Um, I don't know. T- all kidding aside, I don't know who Tank and the Bangas are.
2: So Tank and the Bangas, I feel like I've mentioned them like once or twice in passing. These guys are awesome. These guys are fucking. Aw- I'm, I'm surprised they're on Best New Artist. I mean, Best New Artists. I don't know how they decide this ever. Best New Artist is always subjective. They they they.
0: In the past, they've put like artists that have been around for a while in best new artists. It's just it's just one of those things. I got like, oh, two we, snubs on this one. We finally found you. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but so with Tank and the Bangers, they had a. Um Tiny Desk, an NPR Tiny Desk a while ago. That's one of my favorite ones, bar none. Like, I think I like it more than the Anderson Pack one. I like it more than um, really? when Super Organism came on. Man, I liked it more than Tyler's. Dude, I, it's one of my favorite ones. And, uh, so they're just like, uh, I think they're from New Orleans, and it's just like Southern style, really like funky stuff. And So I'm really happy that they made it. I was I, surprised. I might like that, actually. That sounds like something that would be up my alley a little bit. It's, it's very... Poemy, I will say, which actually probably makes it even more up your alley. Like, it, there's a lot of parts in songs where they just kind of completely break into like a spoken word, like story type thing instead, and then go back into like singing with horns and stuff. It's it's very different. Well, that's that's really dope. So, so who do you think got snubbed for this?
1: Well, so one's up for rap album of the year, YBN, YBN Cordae, and then the other one I am not the biggest fan on, but he he he's had probably one of the biggest years in rap this year. You know, bringing back the music video world, the
0: baby. Yeah, how did the baby not get on this? I think that that would be that's another how, shocker how, for me too. How do you uh, get uh, up yeah. for
1: a rap album of the year and not get on this? Like little Nas X, come on. I it, I get that he's on Nas album Day. of the year, so he's he's got to be here.
0: Kind of. He had one. Song. I know. I I'm agree. Agree. sorry. Even even if you want to con- include Panini as the other one, fine two. But like. This dude doesn't even have, have a freaking album. How is he already? But, this is just goes. The, they're trying. The, the committee is trying to be hip and popular and go with. What's gonna get them ratings, and if they put Lil Nas X here, it's gonna get them ratings.
2: Or this might even go back into what Pano was saying about record labels and trying to make someone like an industry seed. Like I, I feel like, I mean, I don't want to say like I'm coming off negatively against Lil Nas X himself because he might not have any control over this, but he, I feel like he has been one of the most heavily pushed artists in a in a while. Like that that song was everywhere and it, you couldn't avoid it you couldn't avoid it like ed, old you people liked can't. it old people liked it little kids liked it there was like a million viral videos that had that song and it was it was wild so I, I wonder if this is another example of like the record label kind of swinging its weight around and yeah. getting him nominated for something else that he probably doesn't really deserve it no nah, he doesn't the, the, uh, one
0: artist I will he's, say is um, on Columbia records okay then that makes perfect sense as to why he's on Columbia then that, that's totally totally makes perfect sense the only artist nice. here that I'm really excited is here is Rosalia, but I don't think that she is primed and ready for and nearly popular enough to I know, even. Rosalia one in this one too. I I, I, I seriously think that um, that Lizzo gets this one too. I, I just I just this don't. Sucks. <laughs> I just I just for for me personally, the prediction. If I were a betting man, and, and I'm not if luckily, uh, if I were a betting man, I'm betting on Lizzo. I'm betting the house on Lizzo. That that she that she wins this because yeah. there is the only other artist I think has a chance is Billie Eilish but again. when you when you compare popularity when you compare radio success right now I just Billie Eilish is there but Lizzo is there in the way more and I, I just think that Lizzo is gonna win this but again I, I don't want to sound like a broken record I'd like to see Billie Eilish take take away this one or Rosalia that'd be cool but Rosalia's not gonna win there's no freaking way I don't know the Black Pumas. I don't know who Maggie Rogers is. I don't know who Yola is. I don't know like half these artists, honestly. Yeah. So I don't know. I, maybe I'm we're not well versed either, it, but it's Lizzo and we move on.
2: Yeah. No, I would I would love to see Tank and the Bangas take this. Yes. Uh, behind them, Billy. But I already know that Lizzo Lizzo's taking this. Like I said at the start of this, and like I'll say probably three or four more times, Lizzo is cleaning house at this Grammys. I hope that I can listen back to this episode and think like, "Wow, look how lo- wrong I was about this." But as of right now, it's it's looking like it's gonna be a pretty clean sweep from Lizzo on like everything she's been nominated for so far. But so from there, we actually are moving down a couple uh, like categories now. Where do mostly, go? mostly just for one quick little thing that I want to mention about Best Rock Performance. So in Best Rock Performance. Um, there is uh, one nomination that I'm very, very happy to see. So the whole nominations we have uh, Pretty Waste by uh, what Bones UK, This Land, Gary Clark Jr., um, History Repeats by Brittany Howard, Woman by Karen O and Danger Mouse. I actually haven't heard Danger Mouse in a bit. And then Too Bad by Rival Sons. But the fact that Gary Clark actually came away with a nomination in this makes me so happy. So I know that, Pano, you don't really know much about him, but Gary Clark is a guy that Mike and I saw. And reviewed as one of, I think, our first episodes of the podcast. It was, like, early on. Yeah, it was. we had in the March uh,
0: album reviews episode. I think it was the first or second one.
2: Wasn't that the first show and tell? Wasn't that the first show and tell that we did?
0: That was the first show and tell that you and I did, yes. Because the first one was technically the Fleetwood Mac one that I did. Mm -hmm. But the first one that you and I did together was Garrett Clark. And I'm with you, man. I agree. I love that he is here. I I hope that he wins this category, too. Uh, That would be really, really great for not only him, but just, like... Really, the artist he's been for the last seven or eight years and, and how much of a grind I know he's on, just being a fan of his for as long as I have. So I, I would love to see that as well, Cody. I'm totally with you. The other uh, thing I'm really excited about that I think got snubbed from some potential Album of the Year awards, and I, I know I'm being biased because it's at the well, at the halfway point of the year, it was my Album of the Year. Uh, James Blake's Assume Form. Uh, I know it's up for um, Alternative Music uh, Award, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, for album of the year. So that's a little bit, yeah, best alternative music album. It was what they're calling it. I don't really see how it could be called alternative. I feel like it's a lot more maybe like R&B or indie. But either way, uh, I I was happy to see James Blake at least nominated for something for that album too.
2: Yeah. Well, I wonder if with alternative, I wonder if they're now just turning that into... Like whenever someone doesn't fit neatly into one of the other genre packages, if they're just like, "All right, yeah, whatever," you're alternative now. So it's I, so lazy, though. It is, and and that's another like big criticism of the Grammys that a lot of people have. It's also to get more names in, so you you start
1: throwing people in an alternative place in the alternative category, because so they can fit more people in the R and B category. Yeah. Where do you want to go next here? So
0: I think we're gonna to, going to do let's go to best best rap performance. Rap? You want to skip R and B? Well, real quick, I'd like to talk just to talk about R and B. I, I think I'm I'm happy that, to see B J the, the Chicago kid there, and I'm really happy to see Adventure. Anderson Pack. I would be I would be ecstatic to see either of those albums come away with best R and B album of the year, either uh, B J or Anderson Pack. Two albums that are probably going to be in my contention uh, for. Somewhere on my lists too, the uh, if if you're gonna put a gun to my head, I'd probably pick Ventura. But I, if BJ the Chicago kid won too, I think that'd be rightfully be rightfully upset. so.
1: I think I think best R and B song's an easy one. That's gonna go with no guidance with Chris Brown and Drake. I just don't see how the
0: gra- the Grammys.
1: Takes those two huge names and doesn't give it to him.
0: Yeah, and just I think I think the, you're right, and I think the way in which that they set this up, given the other nominees they have for that, it sets it up nicely for Drake, Chris Brown. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, how look can it, you not give it to him? Well, not only that, like I, like I agree with you, but like you said, just just some of the other categories. I mean, I mean, excuse me, the other nominations like "Lucky Day," PJ Morton featuring JoJo, Emily King her and Bryson Tiller. I mean, it just none of them they don't stack up to Drake, Chris Brown. Yeah. So it just makes perfect sense. I am I'm, I'm with you on that.
2: Well, it's odd to me that we don't really see any of the songs from the best R&B album like category being nominated in the best R&B song category. That's re- like I, that's honestly one of the weirdest things about the Grammys in general to me is if you think an album is worthy enough to be listed in the album of the year category, how does a single from that album not also end up making it on? Like I get they don't wanna it repeat things it doesn't a lot. make sense. Yeah,
1: either. that's weird. Uh I know they they're all on that um the performance one. Like you got come home for And that better for an, you Yeah, I mean you got Anderson Pocket and Andre three thousand, like come on. Yeah, I just, come, I just, come I just on. think that has to be a thing, that should be like, so, that should be up there for R&B
0: song of the year. It's a, I agree, it's a, or it's a, it's or a or, or the one with uh, Smokey Robinson. Yeah, that yeah, that I one
2: should did. be the one. Yeah, that yeah, song or, is great. Or, or my favorite. What can we do? The, like, there's three, <laughs> three songs on there that I can easily see making it on here. It's because they're giving it to Chris Brown and Drake. That's and why. And with best R&B performance, unfortunately, look who we have on the list again, Lizzo. Lizzo which makes me really worried she's going to take this one too. This is the one I think she has the lowest chance of actually coming away with because there's legitimate good songs in the best R&B performance category, but I'm still worried. Well, Daniel Caesar too, I think, and Brandy, that could be
0: another sleeper pick as well because I think Daniel Caesar is a lot more... Uh, underrated than people understand it and, and realize, and his album was actually better than I than I anticipated it being this year. Uh, I'm with you guys, though. I'm rooting for Come Home on that one, but again, like I said, I think make it uh, make it better with Smokey Robinson, and what can we do with Nate Dogg? As, as big of an Andre 3000 guy as I am, those two songs are better I'm a, I'm than guy, than Come guy. Home. I am too, but I think they're better songs than "Come Home." I didn't think that instrumental was nearly as dynamic as either of those other you, two.
1: You put Andre three thousand on a song, and I'm I'm in.
0: Oh, oh, I'm, same, I'm same. All, the song's I'm great. The song's aborted. great. It,
1: the way the way that dude flows, the song, the
0: song is great. It's Na- big time. number one rap flow. Yeah. Uh, speaking of rap, let's move on to best rap I think, performance. I think there's an easy winner here. See, I don't. I, 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 don't actually. I think. I think there's. I think there's a bit of a. I think there's three potentials that could win this one. So for the uh, the nominees for this one are Middle Child by J Cole, Suge by DaBaby, Down Bad with the Dreamville Gang, right? Jid Boss, J Cole, Earth Gang and Young Nutty. Racks in the middle. Nipsey Hussle, Roddy Rich, and Hip Boy. Right, so. Clout, Offset, and Cardi B. Now I need to say one thing before we talk about this, and this is not. This is no disrespect whatsoever. If Nipsey Hussle wins just because he died, I am na- I am gonna be fucking pissed. And wanna know why? Because he deserved it for Album of the Year last year, and he didn't win when he was alive. You heard and, it here first. And if they give it to him for Racks in the Middle, which isn't a bad song, I, I don't love that song. I do too. But is this song Racks in the Middle? When you look at right, right here, it is the fourth best song here. Don't even tell me that it's not. No, it's, it's it is. It is the fourth best yeah, song here. I'll take it over Shug, but is did it make more of an impact than Suge? No, if you because if you're going to use your argument for, if I want to use your argument for Old Town Road, yeah. then the same argument should no, be made for Suge. And I'm just saying best song there. But if but here's the thing for me, if if it wins, I am going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. They're going to be ri- They're, they're going to be riding that stupid there's, wave. There's
1: only one song here that's going to win. What do you think that is?
0: Middle Child. I disagree. I think Shug's going to take this it's, it's easily. I think I think Shug has
2: this no question. I think it's not even a debate that Shug wins this. See, I'm actually really split on this because I don't I don't know if I want to go with uh, songs that had just like a prolonged popularity because Middle Child was huge forever. Like that song when it first came out as the single, to then when it was out on the Dreamville album, that song was massive. But Suge has just made like way like dude the album or the uh, the music video that's for bomb. um that's, for, oh that's right that's, that's not that's, that's not Suge that's the other song but either way I mean the the waves that De Baby has been making and I mean I hear like a bunch of my students talk about him all the time it's it's kind of crazy so the popularity thing makes me want to say DaBaby, I'm I'm really pulling for either Middle Child or Down Bad. It's not going to be down bad. It it's definitely not going to be down bad. I don't it's, think that the, any of the Dreamville things are going to actually win. I'm happy that they all got the nomination, especially since that means that every single artist that like worked on the album gets the nomination technically too. So I'm really happy yeah, about all that our boys. cuz now like Saba's a, a, a Grammy nominated, Smino's Grammy nominated, Earth Gang like I love that. I doubt it's going to win. I'd love to see it. So I would say it's between middle child and Shug. I'm I'm leaning middle child right now for, for personal bias. I want middle child to win. Can I, I
0: want just put it that way? I, I, want, I want middle child. I'm just going to throw that out there with you guys. I agree with you. However, I predict Shug. And again, I'm going to reiterate this one one last time on this channel. If Nipsey Hussle wins a Grammy... For racks in the middle, but not victory laps. His album last year. I'm gonna be pissed off, and it, and because and that would be literal, just like just bullshit. Them trying to ride the wave and jump on that train of like, okay, yeah, Nipsey died. We're gonna like you know do the right thing here and give it to him. Like, no, you no. could have
2: done the right thing last year,
0: right, when he was alive and gave him the I... in the album of the year then. So that's that's best that's, that's my I mean, pick. He but. was my prediction last year to win rap album of the year. I mean
1: I I'm pretty sure neither of you guys heard him heard it yet and I said that.
0: I hadn't heard the full album no I had heard uh those two songs that we had talked about last yeah. last episode. Uh, i uh, heard uh, dedicated and um the other uh I mean there's so many good yeah. songs on that. Yeah that that album's, was, that album's insane. That album's
1: insane. I can listen to that album front to back
0: whenever Whenever. Yeah, Dedicated and sucker proof were the only two that I'd heard from that album before. But either way...
1: Those aren't even close to my favorites on the album.
0: Yeah. Not I me mean, neither. Dude, I love Blue Laces too. Blue Hustle Lace. and Motivate. Hustle
1: and Motivate is one of my most favorite beats I've heard in a yep.
0: while. That song is crazy. That it beats... And you know what I like a to lot too is uh, Status Symbol 3. Yep. With, I mean, with, with, buddy. buddy. Oh man, absolutely murders that. But either but, way, I... My favorite song here is probably "Down Bad," but Cody, I'm with you, and I've been saying this for a while. And I think we even when we put this on Instagram, and somebody I think picked, oh, like I would like to see the Dreamville. Uh, I think I think we did like a poll, like who 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 should win, you know, album of the year for rap album of the year. And yeah. I think that yeah. kind of goes into the next one with we'll, Dreamville. We'll,
1: we'll save we'll save this rant. Yeah, no, no, no I'm just for, saying for I,
0: the album of the year. But I, here's the, I think anything with Dreamville should get a win just because of how many different voices are in on it. I I just don't think it makes sense. I
1: think it's different when it comes to a single song though.
2: What I could see it coming away with is how we were talking earlier, how record of the year is about like all of the people who contribute and song of the year is all like the writers. I could see like a song from it, make getting a record of the year because then it's giving credit to all of the people who kind of like made that song what it was. So, I feel like it'd kind of fit to have a posse cut or like any type of song like that there. For an overall album, it almost makes it a little unfair because you you kind of would have to expect that a group album is going to be good because you have so many people. You And they said they had, what, 140-something songs yeah, something that you can crazy. cut through. So if you can't put together one album of good songs out of 143 from however many different artists, like it's it's substantially harder to have one artist making one good album than I agree. 50 artists making one. So I, I definitely get that, too. I, I love the album, and I think that's, that's, my God, that's yeah, no surprise same. to anybody who listens to us that all three of us absolutely fucking love this album. But as far as awards go, I, I feel like you're kind of moving the bar a little bit if you let a group album like that win. I, that's so, and that's my only
0: argument for here. But anyway, so the
2: the the one that's gonna win the next
1: category sucks. What for? Song. for rap song. So no, we best rap slash sung performance.
0: Oh, for that one we, I we mean, got we
1: got hired DJ Khaled, Nipsey Hustle John Legend, Drip Too Hard. Probably my favorite song in this list is Drip Too Hard, Lil Baby and Gunna.
0: Which stinks. That song also stinks. I actually like that song. Uh,
1: Panini, which I think will win this category. Every which ev- is this
0: is the, I could think of at which, least five better rap sung performance songs I, this year. I than guess the five I, that are here. I could see the London. No, I I, no, I mean it's a good song, but I don't. I don't. But Panini
1: is gonna win. Panini will definitely win. And that's sad because that song is just absolute garbage. Again, they hey, set it up for if, Panini to if, win. If you want to give it here to DJ Khaled and Nipsey Hussle, we'll take it. We'll, we'll take that win here.
0: We'll, we'll take that Grammy. Yeah, here. yeah. I, I, th- I think that that's that's the only other song I see here that even has a chance.
1: But now we got but, our best rap song, which uh, again, I have yeah. issues with. Oh yeah,
0: I have. Yeah, I have a lot. No pun intended. So, of issues with this one.
1: So we we got bad idea, which I'm a big YBN fan. I like Chance the Rapper, but this is not the song from this album that should be on here. I
0: disagree. I think it absolutely should be.
1: The RMP should be the nope. song on here.
0: Nope, Nope. bad idea. I, I, and I, I like uh, RMP. No, I'm 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 bad idea on this one firmly. I think the the lyrical component of bad idea is what trumps this by far over RMP. I really do. And
1: if I had a choice, it wouldn't be either of them.
0: What, like, oh, for for oh, for best song off that album. Yeah, oh, like, I, well, lost when, when and we get to when we get to it a little bit later, I totally agree. I don't think only either of these songs or those songs are my favorite off that album.
1: I also think this this category has a clear winner too. And then, so we got Gold Roses, which is Rick Ross and Drake. We got a lot, which is Twenty One Savage and J Cole. J- one of J Cole's best verses of the year, maybe ever. Racks in the middle, which is um, Nipsey Hussle and. Whatever the other people, Roddy were.
0: Rich and Hit Boy, and, and then, then we got Shug, then we, then shook, which
1: I think will take the win here.
0: Can I? Can I? Can I play devil's advocate here? I believe it or not, I think a lot's going to get this. I think that song, because it was such a different song that Twenty One Savage has ever done before. I could really see a lot winning here, and I think the again, and I, I, I go off of impact. I think the impact of Suge is great, and I think I think Shug is going to come away with one or two of these. I, Shug's going to win this one. Shug's going to either win the rap song or the performance. I I think it's going to win performance. That's my prediction, and I I would like to see a lot win here, and I think a lot will win. I, I I'm going to be I'm going to I think this is I think a lot is actually believe it or not the best song in this crop. Um, I actually, in my opinion, I think it's the best. Song. If if
1: I, the song I want here would probably be Gold Roses. I'm a a big fan of Rick Ross and Drake so like uh, I have a big bias in that way but see here's the thing I think this is how they can give Drake I mean J. Cole middle child in performance because Shug's gonna win here so middle child wins performance of the year rap performance of the year and Shug's gonna win song of the year.
0: Okay, I could, I, and, I, and if that happened, I think I'd be okay with that because, and to be honest with you, I like Suge a lot. Suge was on my, one of my top song, top twenty songs. It wasn't high on the list, but yeah. it was in there uh, for the halfway point because, I, like I said, just the sheer fire like impact that that song had on a, on a, on a population of people. On, on, on yeah. a gen, like on the young generation, like that song is huge. I think when you talk like about Bop biggest more. songs, what's that? I like Bop more. No, absolutely. Like you can think of better songs from from him, but in my opinion, Cody, you there's not a here? there's not a better song than that the babies
2: had than "Sug" and maybe more impactful. I agree. Than "Old Town Road," than "Sug." Yeah, no. <clears throat> with this with this category, I definitely think I agree with you guys that "Bad Idea." I I wish that it was a song that I... I mean, I like that idea. It's probably in my top maybe like five songs on that album. But I definitely liked a couple other more than it. I, I feel like the reason they picked this one is to still get Chance into the into the Grammys because it was no way in hell they were going to actually nominate his garbage-ass album into the Grammys. So congratulations, Chance. You have now gotten another Grammy nomination through somebody else's song. I think that's the one I want to see win, <laughs> but yes. I, I, I feel like I feel like it's going to end up being between A Lot and Suge. I, I can't see anything other than those two songs being the one who win. I
1: feel like they just... Leaning towards Suge. I feel like they just missed out on so many good songs this year for this category. So many.
0: I mean, we'll talk about snubs in a minute for sure, but like like, I, I It's I tough totally, to come off my yeah. head here
1: on songs that... Because there's,
0: there's so there's, many. There's a, there's I mean, there,
1: there's a whole album of songs that got snubbed off this. Which which one? We're gonna
0: talk about it. We'll talk about it in a minute. Okay. And then let's go. Let's go to let's go to album now. This is I think the big one that we all definitely want to debate here. Uh, best album. I think uh, rap, they hate me for this one. Best, <laughs> best rap album of the year. We have Revenge of the Dreamers three by Dreamville. Championships. Meek Mill. Be I here. am. I was. Shouldn't be. Twenty One Savage. Igor. Tyler the Creator. And The Lost Boy, YBN Corday. So first off, I want to say I'm so glad to see YBN actually be nominated for an, for an uh, Crazy. album of the year. I think that's fantastic. I just don't
1: get how he didn't get Best New Artist.
0: It doesn't make sense to I me either. That it it me. I don't get it at all.
1: He, say this he about- came in and made a huge impact with this album. His debut album was huge. and gets How many people with a debut album get nominated for Rap Album of the
0: Year? Not many. I, I can't and you think about that get many best new artists. Here, here The thing I'm going to talk about with this, or I want to talk about this category really quick, is I, I'm actually really happy with this selection overall, because I think they got mostly, they didn't get it right per se, but I think that they did a much better job of picking actual quality rap albums this year than they have in, like, the last couple of years. Like, I, I really do think that they, and as far as variety goes, too, I think they yeah. really did a nice job of getting some variety in here and also getting the albums that I think, some albums that really did truly deserve it, like a, like, like a YBN, like Dreamville, like Igor. I I am greater than I was uh, 21 Savage. That album is his best album. I can't say it's, it's one of the best of the year, but it's it his be best here. album. I agree. So, yes. like,
1: I'm happy to see, like, like an album, like Shug isn't here. I mean, not Shug. The Baby's album isn't here. The, I'm yeah. I'm happy yes. to see like yes. like I kind of coming like look when I'm looking at the list and I'm coming down. I'm seeing the Baby, the Baby. I'm thinking the Baby's gonna be here, and I'm happy they left him out because
0: well, the album he, wasn't good enough. Exactly. And and I'm happy that there isn't a Cardi. I'm, I'm with you. There isn't like a Cardi B ish yeah choice Just here image, which I'm happy about. Yeah. Right. So, the only one that I'm scratching my head a bit about is Championships. I did like... It's a good album. But not album of the year worthy. I agree. Definitely not. He,
1: there's some really good songs on it. And yeah. and there's some trendy songs. But there, there was... I think it was, what, 20 songs? Something like that. It was long. I mean, it, was, it, was like it was long. I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan of, you know, 10 to 12 songs. You just... All quality... Like, I want quality over quantity all day. Like, where you're just putting out good work if you have too much it's just it's not going to hit every yeah. song you're going to have misses you're going to have a handful of misses on an album that, that that's that long
2: cody what are your thoughts on uh who should win and uh, who do you want to win so I was kind of off in my own world for the beginning of this because I was really curious what you guys were talking about of having someone's first album get nominated for Rap Album of the Year. I'm pretty sure the only person to have that was Eminem up until this point. I think the only one, he, and he won, with, uh, and that was actually his first two albums, both won oh, Rap mean. Album of the Year. But I mean, how can you I not mean. with Slim Shady and Marshall Mathers? Yeah. like the, the, Some of the greatest albums un- ever. Unbelievable. So I, I want Lost Boy to win this so badly like so i i am rooting for ybn to get this so bad so much it
0: would be a really nice story i
1: honestly so i know you guys disagree here in my opinion this is the best single person album on this list just be like for the rap category so i i know i know what album's going to win this award and i hate it
0: <laughs> who who do you think's going to win
1: igor is going to win igor should win Igor should not be on Rap Album of the Year. Igor should be up for Album of the Year, and I'd be fine with it. I think it was more like of an... like It's not alternative, but it was not rap. He had some rap songs. Alter- it was an
0: alternative he type of rap, He has some yes.
1: rap songs in there, and it just makes me mad that an album that's not really rap is going to win this award where you have an artist like YBN put out this masterpiece, and you have... A, and I get it. Like You got this group of people... Who put together an album that I can't turn off ever. Like whenever I need music to work, to listen to, I'm going to revenge of the dreamers three. And it it's probably one of my favorite albums ever because there's just so many good songs on it. But because there's so many artists and producers and voices to an album, you're not going to win. Can Be- we,
0: can we agree that revenge of the uh, dreamers three is probably the best album here? If off of pure yes. album, I think it's the best it's album, It's the here. best
1: album of the year.
0: Yeah, it, yeah. It, it it's in my mind too. I, I think it's either one or two right now for me.
1: It's it's amazing, like I, it's, it really
0: <laughs> is. I think it is the best album. But Cody and I, and I, it kind of goes off a little bit what I was saying earlier. And I agree with you, Cody too. Is like there are so many people involved with this. I just don't think it it should deserve the win. I'm I'm glad it got nominated, and I think that that's why they did it. It's nominated, and it can't win. It can't win. It just can't. I, I would love to see Igor and I and I do think Igor I, is gonna win. I truly think Igor will win too. And and I'm and I'm happy that Tyler finally, finally is gonna get the uh, you know, the the clout that he truly deserves. I just think in, it's in the in wrong the recognition. Spot. Yes, but when you look at this album, all these albums, right, and you look at the narrative that Igor is as an album, I know it wasn't you're not a huge fan of it and you didn't listen to it a ton, Pano, but when you when you base it off of the concept of the album that it is the creativity the sound just how different sounding it truly is and how sort of it, it's ahead of its time in a way and and i think igor tyler has been ahead of his time for quite a while and and, and i'm just really happy i think flower boy is a better album pound for pound and i think flower boy yeah. should have won a grammy if we're talking like Albums Tyler should I mean I won albums Tyler yeah. should have won a Grammy for, but Igor is like one B for me in terms of Tyler's albums, and I really do think that Igor well, it's going to be on my list and I at, at in somewhere and I really do think that Igor was an album that that was enough of a statement and an artistic statement that he deserves it.
1: I I agree that he does the album does like. The way it was in the world, like it hit everybody. It definitely deserved a Grammy nominee. Like I, I like the song "Earthquake." I think it's a good song. I just don't think it should be under rap. That is my only point. I don't think that it's in the right spot.
0: I see your point. It was so very 50s, it's, 60s it, sounding. Like it, it was. There was, it was not different.
1: much lyricism oh, the yeah. in and like wordplay and flow and every like, you know what I mean? Like there, it was a lot more beats and like singing and versus
0: there was a lot of singing to it. it, it, I don't, it did I just, sound it very, just yeah. to me
1: should yeah. not. So it's going to win over somebody who went out there and wrapped his life away. Somebody who like, like YBN who put his whole life in an album and wrapped it is going to lose to a song that I just, an album that I just believed me like, could have been put somewhere else. It could have been album of the year. Like it probably would win if it was album of the year. And
0: that's probably where it should be instead of rap. I think you're right. I I, I do see your point. It is a lot more Neo soul alternative rap sounding. And like I said, had a lot of 50s, 60s and 70s uh, like influences to it. Whereas it, it, it didn't have as much of a, like you said, it wasn't rap, but maybe if they had said hip hop, if, I still, if, if if they recategorized I, I, it to hip hop, I think it still makes sense. Rap, I see your point. It comes is off more it, of is an R and B
1: album to me. No, than no, no, no. It, I,
0: I I totally I totally see your point. I I think that that's a valid point. I really do. Um, that's that's what
1: pisses me off about this category, just because he's gonna it's take, subjective. He he's gonna You're take right. a win away from some rapper who deserves a win. Okay, I mean,
0: yeah, I, I see your point.
1: I I I hundred percent think Igor's going to win this. Yeah, I, I what see, I want to like. What I think should win is Revenge of the Dreamers. What I want to win is YBN.
0: Yeah. I got you. I got you.
2: I think I'm basically in the same boat there. I, I can't see YBN not being the one that comes away with this. No. no Igor. Sorry. I, I just said I I said I have YBN while I'm thinking like, oh, I really hope he does. No, I think Igor is going to be the one that wins. I hope YBN does, though.
0: And I wouldn't be mad if YBN did. Oh, I, I'd be I think, mad. I'd be fucking. I pumped. think it'd be great. I, I I would prefer Igor just because I think Tyler, at the, in what he's accomplished in his career, I think he deserves a, a, a Grammy for just the the pure genius of a of a songwriter and album maker that he is and has been for a long time. And he just hasn't gotten that recognition. But hey, like I said, we'll just we'll see kind of what how this unfolds. But um, how do you guys feel about? things that got snubbed off these lists like so what do you, what do you guys what do you, how do you well guys i
1: mean so i obviously made my point about best new artist i think ybn should be there which
0: i agree with you i think ybn should um, absolutely be there
1: I, th- uh, I think they missed an album on rap album of the year which one do we want to talk about it now or do we want me to oh
2: will we'll, we'll, we'll mention it now we'll mention we'll, it now so
1: i i think wale's album definitely had a solid body of work and should be in here.
0: I agree. I, I don't know when the that, cut but the cutoff cut
1: might be something. I know I saw him tweet that he made the deadline and was able to be in this. But maybe maybe the maybe the committee
0: looked at it like it's so new. Like they haven't enough time to digest yeah. it. I, I I'm with you 100 percent I think while that's crazy is I not to spoil it, but like one of Wale's best sp- Projects to date I think it's the second best But We'll break it down In in just a little bit But I I really think that uh, Freddie Gibbs' Mad Lip Bandana Should have been In the Rap Album of the Year I I, I can't I can't Fathom why An album like Championships is, Is there it's and, because of the person. Freddie Gibbs is not. I I get it. I know. I know. And, and very similar situations with both albums too. Like they both go away to jail for a while. They both come back. uh, Basically, recording an album that they uh, most of what they wrote was in jail. And I just, I just, I just think that Freddie Gibbs comes away with a much intra- more introspective and better body of work than Meek Mill does here in a much more concise way. Yeah.
2: I feel like as far as snubs are concerned too. It there's a lot of artists it's it's tough getting into this category because since we listen to so much, we listen to a lot of people who don't get many plays. I don't want to sound like hipstery and like, oh, we listen to the stuff that nobody else does, but... It's kind it's, of true. Yeah, exactly. Like, like we're, we're constantly looking for new music and finding new records and songs to listen to, so there's so many things that I feel like are so much better than a lot of these nominees, but I know that they're just not going to get nominated, like like the 99 Neighbors record that I mentioned on our um, mid-years, and, and now that you're... Yeah, exactly. Like the song Facts is so good. So that ninety nine neighbors Maryland. Record, like I would, Earth love, gang to see would an love to love to see that, like that on here. And but actually, even talking ones that I could legitimately see, like DiCaprio two. Like DiCaprio yeah. two could have been on this cycle. I could have seen that get nominated on here, and that doesn't get any mention at all. Um, and and even like Little Sims, like the Little Sims album as well. Like that's much better than some of the nominees that we've seen here. But again, she's just kind of too small her ninety nine neighbors to make it on this kind of list.
1: There there's like so I mean I have obviously like my favorite albums and like I just feel like there's so many albums that I guess it it's a personal thing that have more replay value than some of these albums. Like I can't tell you the last time I listened to anything off championships. I liked it when it came out. I thought it was a good album. I thought Meek Mill did did a good job. I mean like you go and you get Drake on a song, you know it's gonna hit. Like I, I agree. And you, and, you know yeah. you know when you got Rick Ross it's yeah. gonna hit. So he went out and got these big names and you got Albums out there that, He Cardi B on that yeah, you, Album yep, too You got you got these artists Black. You Going like out there Not needing the big names To put out a good album Like J.I.D Like an Earth Gang Like the 99 Neighbors
0: You know what album I'm um, stunned That did not get A uh, nomination for anything Besides just the one single uh, Which technically Wasn't even off This album to start But uh, Post Malone's Hollywood's Bleeding I am I am really Really shocked That, that Hollywood's Bleeding Did not get any nominations yep. I'm really am. And not even just for rap, because I didn't think that was a rap album, but in just in terms of like albums. And if Post Malone's was in there, I probably would have been okay with it. Like I, I, I'm shocked. That post Malone didn't get didn't wasn't up
2: for anything. Well, he's kind of been like the Grammy guy for the last few years. I feel like he's been. I feel like he was almost the Lil Nas X of the previous years of just like, oh my God, he's got like this, or or the Lizzo of just like, wow, he has been nominated in all of these categories, and and then like last year he performed at them too. So I I wonder if he's so he's nominated obviously on that sunflower song, which is off the Spider Man soundtrack. I wonder if there's going to be like any other mentions from him. I wonder if we're already starting to see like the decline of Post Malone's popularity in terms of like the industry and big like award shows I like th- this. I wonder if he's kind of reached his limit now. But I
1: feel like that that's what the Grammys do. So they're going to blow you up for a couple of years if you're that type of person. But they have to find the next person to blow up. They can't keep up with the same person year after year. That's why you start seeing the bigger names kind of like just go down to the smaller categories like a song of the year and stuff like that versus album of the year and artist of the year and like stuff like that.
0: They try to ride trends when they have to just
1: yeah. to make probably the the competition between labels bigger and stuff like that. And like a lot of these artists start going solo once once they once they're big enough and they they have their cash flow and they have all their their Discography, Like, they, they start moving to their solo label work and stuff like that. So you don't have the big label push.
2: Yeah, like, once you've established them, it's almost like they don't really need that publicity anymore. Now they can kind of ride off of themselves. So now it's the Grammy's chance to take this other up-and-comer and give them the limelight instead. Exactly. And, I mean, I know that we've talked about her enough at this point, but it just... Lizzo being on Best New Artist annoys me so much because I literally just saw this is so fresh. And that's why I'm like itching to get this out. I just saw a post the other day by her doing the usual like you don't understand my journey. I came from like writing songs in my room, eating like dollar ramen. Like like that sounds like a bad night. Like that sounds like a pretty good night to me. And then, <laughs> well, exactly. And then it's like, oh, I played shows for like five people you guys were two of the five people at one of my <laughs> most yeah. and and they'll be like oh she was complaining like oh there were shows where my only payment was free food and drink it's like that sounds awesome so that's like, how I you would, build it like, up. i would love it. so I, I, it annoys me so much when artists are like oh i i started from the bottom and i deserve like everybody pity for does. this. like literally that's how it that's how it works it's like,
1: very rare where you become like an internet sensation off of posting a video of you singing a song not and everyone's going to be off. justin Bieber. It's, it's very rare. For the most part, you're going to have to grind, and you're going to have to do those weird shows where you're opening up for a person, and you're the opener. Me and Cody went to a concert to see this guy, Dave B. The opener, it, he was the middle, but still the opener,
2: there was maybe eight people in the building? There was almost none of us. It was it was one of the like strangest experiences I've ever had with shows, and I've been to a lot of small shows before, and this still was like... Very, very new to But me. you start somewhere. You have how are you gonna get known if nobody sees you? Yeah, but so to kinda of wrap up this thought so I'm not just going off onto a random mm-hmm. rabbit hole, it really annoys me that Lizzo is going off and ranting about like all this time and effort that she's put in to like slowly build her career and then she gets nominated for best new artist, like that kinda seems counterintuitive to me like those two things are mutually exclusive like how can you have been putting out music for years playing all of these shows and slowly like grinding your way up and then also get best new art that means you've been out for a while so either way i've uh, that's one of my own complaints about how they select best new artist i know that it's based off when you start gaining your popularity not when you first came out but i don't know i, I more just wanted a chance to rant about that annoying ass lizzo tweet because that just pisses me off when I, artists are like yeah. that
0: yeah, I just I, don't, I agree with you. I I don't, I, I think Lizzo is going to win a lot of uh, Grammys this year, and I, maybe not not rightfully so. I think she I think she will deserve at least maybe one, but I, I'm with you. I think she's going to clean sweep, and I'm um, not going to be happy about that, I, to believe I've, it or not.
1: I think we're just going to have another disappointing year at the Grammys, just like every other year. Yeah. And that's the Grammy talk.
0: Yeah. And uh, so next part of this episode, we're going to review YBN Cordae's The Lost Boy, which we just talked about now, is up for rap album of the year. He also has his first lead single, Bad Idea. No, sorry, his second lead single off of that album. Bad Idea is up for a uh, best new song as well for, for rap category. And then uh, we're also going to talk about a, one of our biggest snubs of the year for the Grammys, no question, and one of our favorite albums that's come out this fall, um, Why that, uh, Wow, That's Crazy by Wale. And, uh, but before we get to that, uh, just a quick word from our local sponsor. The Turntable Teachers Podcast is sponsored by Haven Barber Studio. Fellas, getting your haircut doesn't have to just be another thing that you have to get done on your to-do list. You also shouldn't have to wait hours upon hours in a waiting room or receive inconsistent grooming services. I've been in this position before and been in many barbershops across the greater Boston and North Shore areas of Mass, and trust me, they all pale in comparison. To Haven Barber Studio. Haven Barber Studio is not your typical barbershop. This is not a place to simply get a quick haircut. They believe that getting your haircut shouldn't be considered a chore, but rather an experience that you look forward to. This is a sanctuary for the modern man to come relax, chat, and receive the best grooving services possible, along with some of the best hair care and styling products on the market today to make any guy look and feel their best. Log on to HavenBarberStudio.com or follow them on Instagram at Haven Barber Studio to book your next appointment today. That's H-A-V-E-N, Barber Studio. All right, so we're going to start with, uh, you guys want to start with YBN?
1: Wherever you want to go with. I think
0: we should start with YBN. That makes sure. sense. Let's let's start with YBN. Uh, so
1: I'm the lost boy YBN Corday,
0: I'm uh The Lost Boy. This came out in the summertime, correct? I think it was July? August. Cody. Does we have an exact date, Cody. I'm,
2: I'm pulling it up right now. Normally, <laughs> normally, I'm the one who has this like on hand.
0: I know. I feel like you're the one that always has the date like exact. But uh, okay, July 26th. I was right. So July, and so this song, this album uh, had three lead singles off of it. The have first Mercy. was "Have Mercy." You got it, and then "Bad Idea" was second with uh, Chance the Rapper, followed by RMP with Anderson oh. Pack. Uh, overall, guys. YBN, like I said, I heard him first off um, Logic's uh, album from earlier in the summer and then had heard he was coming out with this album, heard Bad Idea, was in love with it, and then uh, went on to like Have Mercy, which is, I, I will say this, Have Mercy, not my favorite song off this album, but definitely an, a song that has really grown on me since the release of the, of, the, of the album, more so than it was when it was a single.
1: So Have Mercy kind of like, so he had like, being the first single, he had like, three songs out so it was have mercy and then he had that song kung fu and then I, I forget the third song i i can't i can't think of the name of it right now but um compared to oh, alaska alaska is it compared to those two like have mercy really hit like uh, like you can actually like hear him growing from like like at first, and the other two, like he felt like he was just trying to be like the rest of the world.
2: He was kind of following that like SoundCloud rap Yeah, yeah. He,
1: he was just trying to be like everybody else. Where have mercy, you finally start hearing him, like his style and his the way he wants to be come out of him.
0: And it's one of the more darker tracks here, I would say, in terms of like the production and the Definitely. sound. Like total banger. Uh, I love the flow. I think that flute in the background is a really nice addition Absolutely. to it. And I think he just he rhymes over it really smoothly. Uh, despite this beat being a little bit more, um, it almost sounds a little bit like a Meek Mill uh, beat in, in, in its own right. And in the way he's rapping over it a little bit, he he totally has like a flow that's reminiscent of not only not really the cadence but the flow is reminiscent of like a Meek Mill. That's that's just like something I, I kind of picked up off on here. But have mercy, yeah. It was, going back to it. When I first heard this, it as a single, wasn't as huge on it, but within the context of the album, definitely enjoyed it. I thought he did a really nice job here of, I think there's a really nice sound to this album. It's very it's very heavenly. There's a lot of vocal samples that are used to really heighten a lot of the instrumentation here. And he really uses, I think both albums, Wale's and YBN's, they use vocal samples really nicely to kind of give it, uh, usually it almost as an instrument. And even in its own right, YBN Corday's album to me, it had a very light, heavenly, atmospheric but, sound throughout, but he he was really smart in his sequencing, something I don't think Wale did as well is uh, as YBN did, by putting some of these darker, like harder-hitting tracks a little bit throughout the track yeah, listing even, to break it all up. And he did such a good job with that, and Have Mercy was the first kind of tidbit that we even see
1: Even in the lighter, heavenly ones, you feel like, His struggles, like the way he raps, even on those lighter beats, those more like happy vibey beats, you feel his pain and like his his, his, the darkness in him.
2: Well, even like one of the first lines of the whole album, We All Got Skeletons in Our Closet from a Shady Past. Like, it's literally the first song of the album, and I think it's the first line of the first song. And that song is another one of the ones that you said is very atmospheric, it's very kind of free floating, it's not like a really hard hitting beat. But then right away, he's hitting you with introspective lyrics to kind of almost get you ready for what the album's going to be like. See, the content didn't change throughout, but the sound did. And I totally agree with you. Like, he gave
0: us himself throughout this entire project, and he was introspective no matter what the beat was, and he made that work. You could tell there was clearly a theme here. The theme of just him kind of, like, being lost, essentially. I know it's I know we're kind of, like, getting trying a to, bit. It's the theme of him trying to find himself. And then I feel like with Lost and Found... That's kind of like his coming out party, yeah, like that to... song. He's like, "Okay, I'm here now." You know what I mean? So, I, and and I know that just just with the just the theme of this whole project in its own right, that I think I think the way he he did it was smart because he treated it almost like the sound as a roller coaster, but the content was was same. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the sound was up and down, right? Like any anyone's journey is, but what he's talking about. Was was consistent. I, so so that's where I think YBN did a really nice job of crafting this project. I agree. Though I think Wintertime was probably
1: the most perfect song on the album to start it off with.
2: Oh, absolutely. I, absolutely. I think
0: he
1: nailed that like hundred percent. I I even think like I'm not a skit guy. I I they kind of annoy me on. I I am too. They they kind of annoy me on albums. But I, I like the placements of his skits. Dude, and the Sweet Lord" skit. Oh, my God. It's, but it's, not, it's not even it's a skit. The, it's
2: not even a skit. It's just someone's going like, Sweet Lord." It, but it's perfect
1: because it goes right into Bad Idea. Oh, it's so which, good. It, like, it fits. Like mm-hmm. Like, I mean, obviously, he probably made that skit after he made the
2: song Bad Idea. So he made it to kind of fit. Well, yeah, I think that, I think he already knew that. Have mercy and bad idea were going to be right there, so he kind of wanted w- to bridge the gap he, from it one it was to the other. It was a perfect bridge, like, exactly, because because we with um, with have mercy, like you were going from that more upbeat, like kind of the banger done right style song. And then bad idea is much lower key. So I think that lower the transition. Gospel-y. Exactly. So the transition there works because you're taking a aspect of the previous song and have mercy where they're literally singing the same songs. Please, Lord, have mercy. Baby Jesus, please save us. Like they use that same line but then they put it into that gospel style so i think it works really well to take you from have mercy into bad idea honestly that skit is honestly is one of the high moments of this album for me like anytime i'm <laughs> listening crazy. to this album that skit comes on and i'm like belting that out it's so funny i love that little like segment right there I skip them all the time. If there's a oh,
1: skit, I'm skipping it. it.
0: I I very rarely keep the skits after like the first listen or two through. I, th- I think I think the skits. It's good to I listen to them in context of the album because of like they're there for a reason, honestly. But when I go back to listen to it second, third, maybe fourth time, I I I get. Rid it of the depends skits. how I'm listening. So am I skipping around the album? If I'm skipping
1: around, I'm not listening to it. But even like a year down the road, if I go and I'm like I want to listen to this one from start to finish, I'm listening to the skit.
2: Be, well, that's it, almost it, like Good Kid it, Mad City. Like I'm always listening to the skits if I'm listening to that album top yeah, to bottom. I mean, There's no you, way I'm skipping can, those skits.
1: Can you listen to that album without listening top to bottom?
0: Mm, no. Because I can't. I'm aware of. It's I can't hard. I can't skip a song once I start listening to that, no. that album. And even especially when I have it on I think the most of the time when I listen to that, I just I throw on my record and like Though that's an album I can just throw on yeah, top to bottom and not even worry about it. Well,
1: like, like the only song I want to skip on that album is just because I heard it too much is "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe" just because I've heard it five million times. Yeah, but but, usually, but I, do, I I can't even skip it.
2: <laughs> I usually replace it with um, the remix. The remix, yeah. I'll usually I'll usually like go into the queue and like remove that song and put the remix version in instead. That's fine. Yeah, I th- I think switch it up personally.
1: Yeah. This album, probably my. F- well, other than the Dreamville album, it's probably my favorite of the year. Really, I, it's up there for you. Like, I listen. The more when, I listen to this, go ahead. I'm sorry. When I the first like when it first came out, like I put it on, I listened to it through, and I was like, I need to do that again. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to it a second time, and I was like. I need, I need the third time. This was all in one day.
2: Like, Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure I was with you yeah. while we were listening to that. And this was one of the albums that we kept saying, like, oh, we're listening to that song again. Well, like, well, whenever Pano and I listen to music, and and when Mike and I listen to music, too, we do the same exact thing. Like, we'll hear a line and be like, oh, we go back and listen to that verse again. And then the song will end. It'll be like, nope, we got to listen to that whole song all over again. And I'm pretty sure this was one of our Funky Fridays where we yep. were just, like, chilling by your pool and, like, sipping drinks. Yep. And I, I think we listened to this album literally three times in a row, four times in a row with multiple listens of each song. Like yeah. as we went through, it was crazy.
0: Yeah. For me, it's so impressive. Yeah. This, this album is actually very, very good. And, and for me, I wasn't huge on it f- top to bottom when it first came out. And I think that's just because of the volume of albums we were getting at that point, uh, in the year, in the summertime, we just had so many albums coming out and I don't think I gave it as much of a due diligence, but that I, as I have this fall, but I will say this every single time I get through it, I like this more and more with each listen. I think he is able to fit a lot of really great pockets when he, as not even as a rapper, but as a singer. And something I want to, I want to say about just off the bat I think he's underrated as a as as somebody for hooks. He is really good when it comes to hooks.
1: Well, so there's me, a lot of good hooks here. Me
0: <laughs> and Cody saw him live and we'll be
1: doing that review in the near future. I did not realize how good of a singer he was until we saw him live. Mm-hmm. He he's started, a fantastic singer. I I could hear that off his his album. He would go acapella on yeah, his hooks. There was one. And it was it was bad idea I,
2: actually. My
1: jaw was like, like I was stunned. I was like, like he can hit that. Like I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't think he had it in him. Like I thought he was a rapper, and he like he could do it with maybe the help of an auto tune or something. But he he crushed it. He
0: There's a much more of an R and B feel to a lot of these songs than I I, I think uh, than I expected, and I I just think too with YBN. He is a, a person that clearly has a lot to say, but he also feels as though that he comes off extremely, extremely authentic. And w- when I hear that, I always will gravitate towards authenticity over anything else. Like I can tell like when, when just going back off like the like baby's new album, for example, I feel like the baby's trying to make Shug again. With every song. You know yeah, what I'm saying? it doesn't that's it, that when you hear Bop, you hear Suge. He's trying to make Suge every single time. And for me with YBN, it's much different because YBN actually feels like he's trying to craft songs. He's trying to craft like quality songs, not just not just and, and there's also a narrative here. The whole thing is a narrative. I mean, it, it's so funny too, like how he goes from like have mercy, right? A song like that. Uh, and just kind of the the theme of that, like you know getting another chance at something, right? And then or at, at his dream, and then he goes into bad idea with, you know, just trying to, like, Find himself and who he really is, and then then it goes right into Thanksgiving, where he's like bringing home, so good, which is another great song. And he brings home like a chick who he knows isn't right for him. It doesn't fit his his, his isn't, family, isn't, his life. It isn't true to his roots now because that he's become an artist. And this girl, who, the one he's depicting, is comes from a, a place of like 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 they're they're not only they're their opposites. Rela- they're just they're definitely opposites, and not only is their relationship, um, it's it's very like. Uh, toxic, but it's all it. it neither complement each other well, and, and and it was really cool to kind of see his like commentary with that, like uh, like he's always says you know he's he's always mama, been he, my, yeah he considers mom, himself like, oh yeah the whole thing about it with his mom like knowing that she this this, this girl he brought home for Thanksgiving is probably not gonna make it to yeah. Christmas and I also love the line where he talks about like him being an overthinker and her like not really thinking that much yeah. <laughs> like so they definitely have opposites like she's much more into like. Fashion and sort of like trendy things, and he isn't. And 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 I'm so glad that YBN hasn't hit some of these like pockety trends that a lot of artists his age have.
1: He's not. He's uh, mature. He's not out here rapping about gang banging and stuff. He probably hasn't actually done. He's being true to himself. He comes out here and he's saying. I was working giving customers extra fries, tell, mm-hmm. telling us what he did for a living, not not out here saying, oh, I'm, I'm on the streets, blah, yeah. blah, blah, well, slanging
2: Well, and even on top of that, just to kind of take the authenticity thing to another level, like, there are a lot of artists that do only really, or not only rap about that, but acknowledge, like, gangbanging as a huge part of their upbringing, like Vince Staples. Yeah. but authenticity again it's all about the authenticity Vince and, Staples is someone who like even on like the Kenny Beats episode he's like the funniest dude like you like you feel like you could just sit around like hang out with Vince Staples yeah. despite the fact that all of his songs are talking about this like shit that he's done in his past but he's just so authentic that it's not like he's putting on this facade of like oh, I'm this like big hard rapper it's just like nah this is what I lived through I don't need to blow it out of proportion it you is can also is. tell
1: like when someone's being real right like right. and maybe yeah. they
2: are actually gang bangers
0: but, like, you can kind of tell. Well, like, a guy like Nipsey, right, who was, and yet he wanted to bring in a different concept and mindset yeah. to those people and was like, hey, you can use some of the skills you learned in the streets to actually make a great, good enough life for yourself. The whole marathon continues line, right? The things that he was trying to do in that community. Like, there's certain guys that have come out of those instances and, and made better for themselves and not only themselves, but the community. But yeah, I don't get the sense that YBN Corte had that. I mean, even, like, with a song like Thanksgiving – Coming home to grandma's house for Thanksgiving, like, have you ever heard a rapper rap about that? No, no. And I and I get the story. That's not really the point of it. The story is like him kind of trying to depict the girl and that, with that, his family, that, right? Exactly. That the 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 um the contrast of that is totally different. Is like they they don't mix well. Exactly. It's right? Unbelievable. And I and this is go again goes to my sequencing. I got a uh, question after this though. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ask the question. Yeah. What's your least favorite song on the album? Okay. Oh, on. before I answer that question, I just want to quickly go over the sequencing because. I think that with the way this song, song like the narrative, the way to that is sequence, he talks about this girl, right, in Thanksgiving, a, a track that's depicting the fact that this girl is definitely a little bit more, uh, like I said, she, tried to fit, she tries to fit trends. She's a little bit more uh, mainstream, right, quote unquote, yep. in terms of like uh, her cachet, And then the next, very next song, RNP, depicting the problems that anybody has once once they once once they come into money, right? So like, and he's realizing that oh my god, I'm just gonna keep getting these shallow girls, and this is a part, another part of the the rich person problem. And to me, the way that he sequenced this album (laughs) is just so beyond like incredible. So
1: I I absolutely agree. So least favorite.
0: I think where we gotta go here
1: is. What are, what are your favorite tracks? What's your least favorite? Because like I have one that the first time I listened through, I was like, ah, that one wasn't it. And every time I keep listening, I'm like, damn, that shit's good. I'm, I'm interested. I'm, what what, song, what I'm, song is it? I'm, I'm oh, very weird. intrigued. So it's um, Broke As Fuck. The first time I heard Broke As Fuck, I was like, ah, it just doesn't feel like him. Like, it, it doesn't feel like, it fits this album. And
0: then every time I listen to it, I'm like, oh no, this song's really good. I'm going to go back to sequencing. The, we needed another darker song like that to break up some of the the instrumental yeah. tones. And I think that that's exactly what Broke As Fuck does. Yeah. And, and it also, and, it, and again, the way that it, it's right after R&P. It's so interesting. I, I think it was you the beat that I didn't like at first. The be- right. Because the beat is just different. so
1: different from the rest yeah. of the album where I was just like, ah, oh, I don't like this. And then his second verse... His lyrics are just amazing. And you're just like... Oh man, you're well, like
2: this is a good song. The beat of this one, I feel like, just has a lot less layers to it than other songs on this album did. Every other song on this album had a lot of things going on. Even the first song, there's those like kind of fluttering keys yeah. that are going all over the place. This one is a much more straightforward. Th- this song almost feels the keys to me are very stark. Exactly, they're like, they're very, it's, it's like, in like, your yeah, face, yeah. along with the bass at the same time. And this this one almost felt more to me like this was one of his songs. I I wonder if this one was written to be a early on. Well to be a single and I also wonder if this one was written early in the process cuz this sounds a lot more similar to his like SoundCloud rappy type stuff yeah. from before this album like so Kung I wa- Fu and- exactly so I wonder if this is an earlier an earlier cut I I think it fits better in the track listing but actually this was one of my least favorite off of it it only has started kind of changing or my, my mind has only really started changing about this since we saw him live because i cuz he performed this live and the that song was wild when he did that so, so that's kind of like a special situation i guess i don't even know what my
0: least favorite song on the album is i'm looking at it and i'm trying to decide i'm trying so hard i'm going to i'm going to go with least memorable song cuz i don't think there's really a bad song here personally especially with how much i've listened to this i think been around is probably my least favorite or least memorable of of, of the crop here but but it's not even a bad song to me.
1: It's a, it might be yeah. Family Matters to me.
2: That's what it is for me. It's it's broke as fucking Family Matters. Those are the two that I've listened to the least, then followed probably by the song with Pusha. Um, I
1: I'm am a fan. I'm a. i fan. like it, but for some I mean, reason I just
2: haven't I'm a, repeated it a lot.
0: It's interesting that I feel I, like like those darker tracks might be his least like his his worst ones. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I, I fall into. He, those. I, I felt that way about Have Mercy with you. I was like, eh, I don't know how I am about Have Mercy. It's grown on me more now. But I think those darker sounding they tracks. They take listens. Was that? They take listens. Like you just gotta they do take listens. like they you do.
1: you kinda get I feel like you may get lost in the beat, maybe or something like that. Maybe yeah. you're getting lost in those dark bass and keys and everything. And then you start like maybe you're missing the lyrics while you're listening and then like you start listening through and you're
0: like, Oh, he's talking. Yeah, like, he he's hitting home and then favorite tracks. I think RMP is one of the best tracks here, and I don't even think it's close. It's definitely in the least in the top five or three at the least. Mm-hmm. I'd say three, for, top three for me. RMP is fantastic, and I, and I really do love Bad Idea too. And I know we've talked about Bad Idea in the past A as bunch well. Of times. But uh, you know, I said I, I love how just old school chance that song sounds, mm, and just how and, and just like the the feel good song that it is. I need
1: more of that chance.
0: Yeah, that that's so I, I even said that. That's the not last one time. of my favorite songs on the album though. No. That's the chance we do need, it, and I totally agree. Cody? It's neither Tyler, so, RNP is awesome though. Yeah. He yeah. almost sounds like J Cole on RNP. Right. Mm-hmm. His second verse when they're when they're going back and forth. They sound like, he sounds he, like J. Cole. Cody
1: said that the first time we listened.
2: Yeah, so I, 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 was I, and I, and I texted you guys too. I was like, wait, is that J. Cole when he says I got the Monclair quote for the time we're broke? I, I'm pretty sure I even texted into our group chat. I was like, I swear to God, that's J. Cole. He, like, I swore that that was
1: him. The way they do that hook is just so amazing. When, yeah. they, when they're when they just going back and forth, they their, their live performance was unreal. Like, I mean, they just looked like they had so much chemistry and like they just knew how to... Handle each other and be up on a crowd, but my—I mean, if we're doing like top three, I mean, R and P's got to be. That. You know, it's funny though. Lost and Found is probably my favorite track on the album. I—it took me a while to know that that was probably my favorite track. Well, well, because I like there's like the songs that have like the big name artists with them, like an R and P. My one, my one, favorite one, with one, the one, feature one, is
0: way back home though. Way back home is awesome too. One more thing about RMP real quick is J Cole did produce that. song, yes, too by yes. the way. So originally it's why I thought J Cole was in it, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh no, he just produced the beat, and that is YBN. So I just thought that was really interesting. One more, one more thing I wanted to point out: way back home is an interesting one for me because I did. That's another one that I that definitely grew on me a lot, and I think a guy like Ty Dolla Sign meshes so nicely with YBN's overall sound, not the sound with those. I think his true sound is the album and it's not songs like Have Mercy it's not yeah it's not songs like Have Mercy Broke as Fuck Nightmares Are Real those aren't really I feel like those aren't YBN sounds YBN sounds everything else I think he just needed some things to kind of break up the monotony of the sound that he has not monotony but so he didn't want it to be monotonous I think I know Cody's favorites so, my, I mean, my
2: absolute favorite is always going to end up being RNP. Like, RNP is guy. just unbelievable. R&P's my awesome. next favorite, Sweet Lord the Skit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> skit, honestly, the skit I do really love. I love that little vocal sample. But I would probably have to say after RNP, after I'm going Have Mercy, Thanksgiving, and amazing. Love We Gonna Make It. Love Thousand Words. Big, big fan of Thousand, Thousand Words. Thousand Words is one of those ones that took a couple listens. But
1: he that one you feel him like you like you like feel it in your body there's just i think his real sound is lost and found like i think that's that, him. That, that That song's amazing. That 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 is him showing himself as a person and as a rapper. And way back home i if there's i couldn't turn that song off when i heard it like i just i still can like if you if you put that song on i'm probably going to listen to it at least two times in a row. If i'm if i'm by myself it's at least double playing. So, so, so the, what are the three he Has a Way Back Home. Way Back Home, um, Lost and Found, and
0: then probably Thousand Words. Thousand Words. I'm also going to go with Thousand Words. I thought that was his most introspective and just kind of gorgeous songs here in terms of not only the sonic appeal, but also what he's talking about here. Just that whole like picture's worth a thousand words. And I know that's very cliche, but he doesn't make it sound cliche. And I think that yeah. that's what's really great about that song. So I really love A Thousand Words. I think that's definitely up there in my top three. I'll probably go RNP as well. Uh, I think RNP also is another track that really... Embodies like who he is, and I, and I love that trade off with Pac mm-hmm. way you know uh, at the end of the song and, and, and what Pac brings to that. The Try the, One of you gonna be fucking with me. I got yeah. two bandages that be rubbing my if, feet. I was like, I was like, ooh, like I would love he, to see them yeah, to perform that. I was into dog. it, so good. I was into it. The last song that is actually it might be my favorite of all believe it or not guys we gonna make it and you know what believe it or not it's because of Meek Mill Meek Mill's uh, uh, addition here this is one of his most unique uh, features I've ever heard from Meek Mill I kinda wanna listen to the album now it's oh yeah oh (laughs) Oh, god whoops it is dude we gonna make it's incredible I mean let's let's just talk about his hook is just crazy passionate I I didn't know he could even hold notes like that and could really sing like that And, and Meek Mill to me dude this this is a song that I just I, for whatever reason I just kept coming back to it, coming back to it, coming back to it. Like, dude, we gonna make it's probably my favorite song here. And, and that and that vocal sample that he uses is just so brilliantly used. I mean, he uses them great throughout the album, but my God, man, I just loved how that the high pitched sort of and then he 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 pairs it with like a lower pitch vocal sample as well, and just the way Meek Mill rides it on the hook. Oh man, like this 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 song is killer for me. It's one of my favorites of the year, believe it or not. Me- Meek Mill, dude, I can't say enough about how great Meek is on that on that song.
2: Well, and even YBN would agree with you because right there in the song, in his lyrics, he said, "heard Meek hook and I told him to sing it twice." Like that, I think right there says it enough. Like dude, that, this hook was. Incredible. That's one of the reasons why that made it to one of my favorites. I can't say it's gonna be my in my top three because I rattled off like seven songs. I, I'm realizing now. I'm looking at like the stars I have next to them. Like, oh yeah, one, two, three, four. <laughs> I think I have like eight songs. It's hard to choose. Next to it. I, if I had to narrow this down, I'm definitely gonna be going uh, Thanksgiving RNP, and I'm actually gonna say. Oh, it's between Thousand Words and Lost and Found. I'm going I'm going with Lost and Found though. Lost and Found. That like, I feel like it's, it's so, it's so tough to have albums that end on high notes. I feel like a lot of albums, a lot of artists kind of fall into the trend of like put the weaker songs toward the back end, and people might not be listening anymore. I don't know how many albums I've heard that one of my favorite songs is the last song on the album. So it's, it's rare. Igor, Tyler,
0: the creator is the only other one. <laughs> I, With uh, can we be, still be friends or whatever the I just, heck that song is called? Th- this was, are, we, are, are we still friends? Excuse me. This
1: front to back is just a, a very memorable, like enjoyable. Like he, he, whenever, I'm not skipping anything. Whenever it comes on, I'm, I'm shocked he's I'm, only 22 years old. I'm
2: listening. Like I'm listening yeah. to know. Like yeah. I, I will forever be a fan. YBN's very captivating. I think that's like one of the things I would say is like the thing I really like about him. And if you haven't listened to his freestyles, check him out because those are amazing too. He's talented. He can rap, he
0: can sing. And for being, like I said, a 22 year old coming out with an album like this, that's so mature and so well thought out, not, and like I said, I know I keep going back to not even just the, the beats choices, but the sequencing of those beats, something that Wale, which we're going to talk to in just a second, didn't do as well in my opinion. Um, even though despite I I might like Wale's album just a tick better and not to give that away. But with, with this album, to me, it is by far one of the best albums I've heard in this year so far. It's, it's definitely a list contender for me. I'm going with probably like a nice solid 94 here and with it continuing to go up with every listen. I, I just think that YBN did such a beautiful job here of crafting a really memorable piece of work and I can't wait to see what he does from here and again, like I said, only being twenty two years old to me just it, it it shows the longevity he could probably have in this rap game because uh, he's not one of these guys that just bite a trend like a DaBaby or a Gunna or any of the other clowns you could probably put in here. YBN's an artist, and I think we're gonna we're gonna see a nice long career from YBn Corday. I'm definitely looking
1: forward to his next album. I mean, Yeah, you you can definitely tell that he's not out here trying to be like every other new rapper. He's not, yeah, he wants to make good songs, but it's not, he doesn't just want that one to be a hit. He wants to tell you the story. He wants to give you the front to back album. And I just, like, it's hard to give, like, a high grade because, like, you obviously want to, like, make it so, like, there can be better. Like, because if Mm -hmm. you, if you, if, like, you hit this one with, like, a 99, like,
2: then what's a, like what qualifies as a hundred? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah.
1: So like, I'd probably hit it with like I don't know, an eighty-nine, ninety, and I I I think it's one of the more memorable albums I've heard in the last three four years. Like I love it; I can't turn it off. Like if it's on, I'm not I'm not skipping it. Like I'm listening to every every song. Like I, I looking forward to the next album. I hope we can get like. I also hope he doesn't make music with the other YBN people. Yeah. Yep. Um, I just think he's so far and away better. He has a different sound than they do. So, like, I really just want him to take off on his solo, solo career. Go work with the, like, I wanted him to get on a song with an artist like J. Cole and, like, see how he can perform with the Big big name and like see how he can hold his own. I think he can do it.
0: He did it with a pusha t, and I think that he was he was fantastic. I, on I, that song. Pusha
1: t is a big name, but like you you're talking about like mogul, like you, Kendrick, a Cole, Kendrick Cole, a Drake. Drake yeah, guys. like you. I want to see him, and I think if there were one, it is J Cole that he would fit best with. He does fit best with out of those three. Where like yeah. I, he, he could fit with the Drake. I don't think him and Kendrick would sound right. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to his future.
2: I can't wait. So, I, I feel like my students know this, and now my viewers will know this too. I'm a very easy grader. Uh, I feel like I give everything pretty high grades. So, I, I'm, I'm sitting right around like a 95 to 97 pocket. Um, probably, I'm just going to split the difference there and give it a 96. For, so, a high A, just missing the A+. Just just because of how much I've gone back and listened to songs here, I, I feel like one of the defining things for me that I know I love an album is when I throw like my music on shuffle, And I'm like going through the songs and I'm jamming out and then a song by a certain artist comes on and that makes me then pick my phone up and hit like go to album and then I'm starting to queue up songs from that album. That's how I like really, really know something's stuck. And that's what I can say about this. Like anytime I'm listening to my music on shuffle and any of these songs come on, I will end up queuing up at least three or four more of them. And I can say the same for the next album we're going to talk about too, but I'll save that. So I I think that's why I'm going to sit this one so high up there for me. Replayability has really, really taken over with this. Like I'm still jamming this and this came out in the summer. So I'm I'm hitting with like a 96. I I just, I I struggle giving those high, high grades. High grades. I
1: I watch, uh, you know, the Prez's pizza reviews too much because that's how he does it. He's like, I can't, I can't give give everything. If I'm going to give you a 9.1, like you got to be really good. So like. He he, like a really good grade to him is in the eights. Right. So that's why I'm like an 89. Like I, like yeah. I think this album was amazing. Like I, there's literally not a song on here that I'll skip if I'm listening. Yeah. To. Like even broke his fucking been around. They're amazing songs. They are very good. And they're the weakest links on it. And they're better than lots of songs that came out this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I'm running in that 93, 94 range. It's just like that low A. I, I think it really does it does deserving, and in I minus. and I think yeah, in that ballpark. And I think that uh, this this album and the songs in this album are definitely going to be coming back up on our, our list week. I would I would only imagine from yeah. from Cody They're and better. I. Better, yeah. Uh, transitioning. I'll, I'll have a word with them if they. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> transitioning to uh, Wale's while that's crazy, which came out I believe in September. I believe it was I can't remember the exact date in September, uh, but it definitely well. was in September. Uh, either way.
2: This is, um, oh, it was, um, oh, actually, I'm prepared for this one now. I looked this up when I had downtime. It was October 11th. Oh, Damn so it, I thought, okay, I, I lied. So it was
0: early, so early October. So this has been, we've been sitting with this for almost two months now. Uh, by the time this, this episode comes out, it'll probably be right around two months. So the
1: si- singles on this were BGM, which is a very, like,
0: dance club type vibe. Definitely was more one of the more upbeat and ja- more, like, groovy type and then, songs and on here. And Chill, which was a very good like low vibe,
1: like so he gave you like upbeat vibe. He gave you both the vibes, both vibes. Yep, upbeat the, Yeah,
0: upbeat then the exactly. I, so this album actually follows his 2017 uh, uh, album Shine, which believe it or not, I was just didn't hit. didn't hit, was not a fan of it. Haven't really been a fan of uh, full project from Wale since probably Ambition, I would say. Uh, really not another album that I've seen from him as of late. Uh, the Gifted was really good, too. Uh, I'd probably put it up there with that, uh, too. I was but a fan of The Gifted. I, I mean, The Gifted was solid. I really L- like The Gifted. Love, Hate,
1: Think, Sunshine, Heaven Afternoon. Yeah, Van- oh, Heaven's Van- Afternoon with me. Vanity, no. Bricks, Bad, Rotation, Simple Man, 88. He had a lot of good songs on that album.
0: Yes, agreed. It's uh, his yeah. third album, though. Yeah, like, I mean, like I'm with in, you on that In one. the rankings. I'm actually so just... I'm torn with,
1: yeah. between these two.
0: Yeah. Right out the gate, dude, I'm just going to say this. I think that Ambition was my favorite album to come out. Uh, from Wale as a full project until While wow, that's crazy. I uh, wow, that's crazy for me is without question an album of the year contender for me. Should have been. I and it should have been a Grammys uh, uh, album as well. I, I can't. I can't imagine why it was left off. I just think for that, championships. yeah, for champ, for freaking championships. First of all, not only just the songwriting here, but with Wale. The sound here was so much more Neo Soul, so much more jazzy. It was so different from so his past different. work.
1: Well, I guess I guess no one no, the last no. album was kind of like a transition to this point. But and from he completely and he went that way. From finally. ambition
0: to this project is so different. Like this was more reminiscent of the gifted. It's sonically. Still very different. Like, if you, this is very different. If you, you go, go
1: back and listen to The Gifted, you don't feel this album. Like you don't no, you don't no. see
0: this coming. For me, the whole album here, I feel like it sounds like it could be played live with like a live band at a speakeasy. Minus the black track, I think all of them would sound amazing with live instrumentation. Which leads me to believe that I think a lot of this sounds like it probably was recorded with live instrumentation, especially with a song like Debbie. Like I know that's Pano, that's one of your highlights here, and that like could you not feel like you could go to a speakeasy and have a live band behind Wale and Wale be just going? crazy on the on the stage going back and forth just jamming with Debbie.
2: Like, I'm, I'm literally i I'm I can picturing like some guy with like the big stand up bass and the the drummer is holding the stick sideways and like the traditional jazz style while he's playing. Like you could go down to like Nashville or New Orleans and see like a, exactly. a live Exactly. I, I, I just I want I, I, I want to say something to
1: all listeners here. Um if you turn on Debbie and it doesn't make you feel like you want to dance I'm at also- me,
0: a tulipano fifteen and we can we can fight up with our words. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Like, there's no song here that makes you want to dance maybe more than than Debbie. Minus like feel it, it in it. your you bones, just you, the
2: dusty, dusty, like <laughs> he says. <laughs> if
1: it doesn't
0: make you want to dance at me, it is by far one of the best dance songs that are like groovy tracks that Wale has ever done. Debbie's Debbie's up there for for song song of the album contention for sure. I I, I thought even just like again, like I want to go back to something that YBN did really well was the use of vocal samples, and and Wale does again. he does another. Proponent of another artist using vocal samples to their benefit and really amplifying the whole instrumental and the feel of these songs. I mean, when you go to a song like I'm just gonna jump to a song like her. uh, Excuse me, Love, Her Fault with Bryson Tiller. First of all, probably my favorite song here. It's up there. One of Bryson Taylor's best guest features I've heard in a while. And I just love how the piano and the deep bass with the vocal blend, like the mastering of it all, it just fits so nicely, dude. And it sounds so good with with Bryson singing and also the way Wale kind of flows over. He's like L-O-V-E da da da. na da. Like just the way that he like the runs of his flow
2: patterns on this song are brilliant, too. Yeah, me. he's,
0: he's- great work.
2: Well, and, and even with the way the vocal samples used, I'm pretty sure throughout the song you never actually hear that like female vocal sample say any word. It isn't it, it's literally just like some weird like run yeah. that she does and they just loop that and sample that and I love that. I because it goes back to what you had said before Mike of you're using your vocals more as an instrument than like to deliver lyrics and I really really like when artists like use that cuz I think a lot of hooks a lot of songs have very lazy vocal melodies because they're not thinking of it as an instrument. They're thinking of it as like a lyric delivery tool. So when you're using a vocal sample like that, there is no lyric. You're literally just thinking of the melody of it and how it fits in the song. And I think that alone, melody, like that's what takes this album to a whole different level. Every single song here has such a catchy melody.
1: Not only does it have melody, it his
2: lyrics in it, like, they, like you feel like,
1: So, like, he's known, like, J. Cole went at him because... He's so poetic. Well, well, so, So he's poetic, poetic, but, like, he was very talented off ambition and, like, he got lost in depression and he got lost in his feelings and stuff like that. And, like, it took J. Cole shitting on him in a song to take him out. And, like, he even, like, went back and was like, I needed that, like, in a song to J. Cole. Like, I needed you to say that because, like, you're right. And he makes you feel it, like, you can get through whatever it is, like he's in depression, he's lost, and he's trying to get it out this way.
0: One of his recent interviews, he actually talks about how important that moment you're talking about with J. Cole was for him and like how actually him and J. Cole are like very close friends yeah. because in, in that Cole is one of those people that – uh, he does it not out of malice, but it's all out of love with for Wale. Like yeah. that's why he pushed Wale so hard I need to see that. and was so critical. Yeah, he talks about it. All. I can't remember where it was. I, I actually it. think I have the interview up here. I, I can't it. remember who it was with, but anyway, um, he, he really uh, to me, man, Wale. I think Cody. Something you went. I want to go back to something you said real quick about melody. This is his most melodic album to 100%. date, and I don't think it's even, it's not even close. close. The only song on here that doesn't have a straight, like, isn't just you, when you like, m- like, melodic. You don't think of melody is routine with Rick Ross and Meek Mill, but what a banger when those well, three get together! Isn't it just electric, like electricity? The three of them—it's just it's
1: unbelievable. The, the only thing—I saw that song and I saw their names together, and I was like, I want it, but I don't want it because you can't top ambition because that song was so good.
0: Routine's close. It's no, not sorry. ambition, it's but not it's not ambition. It's close though. My God, routine is I, it, a banger. It's a good song. Oh man,
1: there, there's a bunch of good songs on this album, but I do think there's a few misses on this there's album. A versus, misses. Like, where, like, there's a couple versus like where like where somebody like YBN was just solid from front to back. I I feel there's a couple songs where like I like I hear them and I kind of want to skip them on this album.
0: There's one song here that I will say that I think he tried to pull out of like the Drake wheelhouse and I just don't think it quite worked enough was um, Love and Loyalty with like that dance hall reggae sound. I don't feel. hate that song. Li- no, I don't hate it either. I think live it would play well. I just it's don't got a great first line. I just I just don't think that 100
1: percent from a pretty woman.
0: No, no, it's just, I, I think I think the, the feeling of it, it's very sexy, it's groovy, it's got like a really, like I said, it would play really nicely live. I just don't think of it as like a song I'm going to go back and listen to a ton off this project. I feel you. It's just not going to be that for me. It's not uh, one you're going to start with. Yeah, I know that a lot of people are really like, Praising the Lil Dirk track and saying that Lil Durk sounds incredible on it, I don't feel it. It's a good. I don't a, see
2: it.
1: It's a good song. It's it's one of those middle of the road where like you you forget about it.
2: That's one of my skips. that That song is one of the the few skips that I have on the, here. I'm not huge on that song. I Lil will Dirk.
0: the back three. I just I I, yeah.
2: I I question why Pole Dancer
0: was even here. Like Pole Dancer doesn't fit the album at all. Okay, and I and I get it. And it was one of his like I think it was like a pre release single that he had dropped before. For yep. the album, and he just said like, "Oh, it, it had been so popular, and Megan The Stallion's getting a lot of, you know, more clout lately." And well, she was just on the X, uh, the double XL freshman. She was exactly so. I think putting her on it, like I said, it makes sense. But pole dancer it doesn't feel like it belonged on the album. It, maybe if you had made it a bonus track, I would have said okay. But I just think that ending it with Black Bonnie. Would have made I, I, way more sense. It would make but, more sense, but that song doesn't. I like that song. I do. Again, I, it's not one of my favorites. I think. I think the three songs here that I just I don't feel as quite as much are pole dancer. Set You Free with Kelly Price and Break My Heart. And I love, I love, love me Nina too, kind of. See, that song I freaking love. Because yeah. he, he the first half of that song, he's really talking about Nina Simone, yeah. like a very old um, jazz artist from like the 50s or the 60s. And I love how he uses her and he samples one of her tracks, high pitches it, and then he brings it into the second half talking about semi-automatic. Because Nina, I think, is it's like a, Spanish a term for a gun. A So he I love that contrast, that kind of like parallel between that he draws between the two. And (laughs) for me, I think it really is a clever and creative song. And where it comes up in the track listing to me as a double track like that, I think it's kind of brilliant. He he kinda gives like a political statement that he hasn't given and he gets very like poetic with the politics. So I, I did really care for that song quite a bit. I really enjoyed it.
2: So. Well, so I'm, I was a fan of. I mean, that one was forgettable to me in terms of lyrics because I feel like I didn't listen to it deep enough. I loved the sound of that one. That was super lo-fi, the, the, Especially the beginning of that song sounded like it could literally be on the like lo fi hip hop. I think like that's incredible. Coach. I think, I think that, that might Wale be flows. that might be how I feel about that song.
1: That was like the perfect words.
0: Look back into it lyrically because he does really like I said. He depicts like I said the what Nina Simone did, like a lot of people don't understand how much of an influence she was to a lot of modern, uh, like R and B and things like that. So I think that he could kind of pays homage to her, but then also flips it and starts talking about like how bad, you know, gun laws in this country are becoming yeah. and just the, like all the mass shootings we've had and blah, 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 blah. So go like, and I love what you said about the lo-fi because it, it really plays to the f- effect of how poetic Wale really is and how much, He much better. He sounds on this kind of production. Wale kills this shit, man. Like this is one of this is Wale's best song, best albums, excuse me. And I even talk about one of my other favorite songs here, "Cliche" with Ari Lennox and Boogie. My God, what a song! That song is amazing. How did you guys feel about that one?
1: That song made me so. Like obviously, Boogie's album wasn't. Do you remember the name of that? I
0: don't know. Uh, Everything's for sale. Everything's
1: for sale. That song made me go back and give "Everything's for Sale" another listen. It made me realize how much I actually like Boogie,
0: because like I listened to F-
1: Everything's For Sale a few, <laughs> a few, <laughs> what with my pen? Yep, I listened to Everything's For Sale like before, and I was like, "All right, it's good." Now, then, after that song, I listened to it again. I was like,
0: "Oh, oh, God!" Well, his his raspy vocals like paired so nicely with like that light piano, yeah. like percussion instrumental. I thought it just like fit perfectly, and then Ari Lennox feel- just coming in with her chorus. Just fits so nicely, like, and again, it sounded cliche, yeah. no pun intended. But Sheem doesn't make it sound cliche. It's very, it's very nicely done. It's very smart and technically sound. I, I love that track, and and I think the three of them, a very um, unexpected pairing between the three of them to get on a yeah. song. I wouldn't have expected Wale and Boogie to have. I don't think a lot of them have chemistry. Like, there's not really a lot of chemistry between the three of them, but they all have a nice piece of the song that really yeah, it make works. it what it, it is. Yeah. It works really nicely. The puzzle so, is put together. Yeah, I,
2: yeah, I, I enjoyed that track quite a bit. It's one of my highlights. Oh, I, I was just nodding in agreement. I literally like look up, and both Pano and Mike are both looking at me. It looks like I'm, you I'm had just, something to say. Like I'm that. just sitting there like, nodding my head like, yes, yes, I fully agree with everything that everybody is saying right now. No, it, it's, it's really nice to hear, because I haven't listened to Wale, Wale in a very long time. Like You guys are talking about Ambition, and then you're talking about albums that he's had in between, then I never was somebody who really was like seeking out Wale songs, I never to the point either. where when the first song came out by him, and you were like, oh, it's a new Wale track i was like wow hey what the the hell are we about to listen to Pano, and it was bgm, BGM. that you put on and right away me and like, rapa were jamming yeah like shout out to rappa yeah seriously i'm sure Rappa will end up on an episode at some point if not it will be on the shed show hmm. yeah. <laughs> the second mention tune now. in <laughs> um but no, hasn't it, started yet i i think that my favorite parts of this album are where he hits more upbeat things just because i think that that fits his style a little bit more at least in my Definitely. opinion. So that's why, like, my favorite tracks off of here are, like, BGM, Debbie. And then that's why songs like uh, Break My Heart kind of fell to the wayside. I'm not huge on um, Love Me Nina, but I also didn't know that it was relating to Nina Simone. So now that I feel like I have that context, I really want to go back and listen to it again and see what other things I take away from it. So
1: I I was going to say we probably all have, like, a similar top three, but now I'm a a little thrown off. I think me and Mike are going to have a very similar... I'm gonna, what, what are um, yours? go ahead
0: it's it's love, it's Debbie, and it's fifty in the safe. Fifty in the safe is absolutely one hundred and ten percent. no question in my top three. like fifty in the safe with pink sweats, if anybody hasn't listened to pink sweats, he's the uh, singer that does the chorus on that track. Up
2: fifty in, in the, the safe. safe.
0: <laughs> it's just the way that he croons over that let's, let's shit, man. let edit
2: the song in, like, underneath it. Right yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Probably just, just edit that out. Uh, the way... Nah, the way, that in there.
0: For anybody that about Pink Sweats that hasn't heard him, the way that he croons over this beat is so nice. This is one of the most light, lo-fi, atmospheric tracks in the whole listing. And his chorus on his is just absolutely incredible. And, and I love the... The energy that Wale like contrasts with Pink Sweats is uh, his his flow patterns really nice. I, so fifty in the safe absolutely make lute. it four
1: just so I can throw expectations on there too because I yeah. love that that's
0: song. the one song I man that didn't that sound like used like I live instrumentation. It. It's so good though. Black is incredible, dude. That is amazing. Black, dude. Oh, uh, his performance is a highlight, like no, no
2: question. Well, there has been it, a lot of songs advanced. with him lately. He's that a great that we've been feature. A fan of. Yeah, well, he and then what great. was the other one? It was the what the Jesse Reyes song or something like that He's with uh, with Black. That, that song is good. unbelievable. He's a great feature.
0: He was also with Vince Staples, uh, the song called Yo Love off of the new Queen and Slim soundtrack, which is amazing. Go check that out. Like it's it's very similar to like uh, Tiana Major and Collide. Uh, excuse me, was, Tiana Major and Earth Gang Collide. Yeah, I was gonna like, say v- the
2: Earth Gang made it on the album too.
0: Very similar to that, but anyway. um really really big fan of this album dude yeah i'm gonna go with 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 50 in the safe Uh, i'm gonna go cliche and i think there's no way in hell i can't put love on here love is to me the best song here um other tracks i really love too are are definitely uh debbie uh routine is a class on chill i mean how on chill so good i I just have
1: trouble putting a single in my favorites
0: yeah but also too like how consistent is Jeremiah with a lot of his, his He's features, a great, another great, another great hook, him and black hook artist. Are, yeah. and, and this is what I will say about both albums that we talked about tonight with YBN and also with, uh, with Wale is the features definitely heightened both of these albums and heightened the quality. i Without
1: think, big names like Drake and J. Cole and Kendrick. I agree. And I, think I that, mean, he had Rick Ross and Meek, but.
0: Yes, but I think that they did a really nice job of, like you said, choosing the right features, but also I can't sit here and say, and this is, I don't want to say this is a crutch for this album. But the features definitely help Wale here. If this was all Wale, I don't know if I would have loved this album as much as I do. I think the features really, really, like, help him out here.
2: Well, I mean, if we look at the track list, there's only, what, three songs? Without That, any that features. don't have any features. Uh, BGM, uh, Love Me Nina, and Debbie. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. Great song. They're, 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 they're three they're, great songs. They're all, all very good songs. But then every single other song has at least one artist featured on it. Whereas then if we flipped back to the YBN album that we were talking about in the start, there are one, only, what, four features on the whole thing total? Maybe five? So it's it's kind of really different. It's not better or worse. It's just very different. And I think that this puts a lot more of the weight onto the shoulders of the features. I'm glad that they came through. It just shows it's you risky. how good YBN is. That's true. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. true. Absolutely. Keep going, and Cody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just saying, the last thing I was going to say is it's just very risky. I think, I think when you have this many features on an album, you run the risk of them either stealing the show from you because you just have less airtime or... Or you enhancing. have awful features or and then not. it ruins your album. So I, I feel like it's kind of really riding a very, very narrow edge. And luckily Wale was able to do it. All of his features came with heat. There was no features here that I thought her. I mean, aside from Megan the Stallion at the end, but it wasn't necessarily her feature that made me not really like and the song as much. It just kind of was the song itself. Some of the features
1: well. overshadowed him.
2: Yes. And I, I think that they all really played well off of each other. Like Wale didn't let himself get overshadowed. Uh, and then at the same time, all of his features didn't treat it like it was just a random phone-it-in feature. Well, he was smart. A lot of them were hooks. We're talking about a guy like Bryson Tiller. We're talking about Jeremiah. We're talking about
0: Black and Ari Lennox. They were all hook features. The only really other rap feature he had routine. other than uh, Megan the Stallion was uh, was Boogie. And even Lil Dirk, who was a rapper, Dirk did the chorus. So for me... Wale, I think, understood that he, to be honest with you, believe it or not, Debbie might be one of the best hooks on this album which
2: is ironic that's because that's my favorite song on the album yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: Cody I mean, what, what were your top three did, yeah, you, did you say three?
2: I didn't say my top three yet I mean I said two of them so we already said BGM and Debbie I'm actually throwing love and loyalty in there too so I think no way I, yes yes I so I, I feel like it's just all just that same vibe from a woman. I feel like that, that vibe on those three songs <laughs> that he hit it's literally just like the head nod yeah that's all that it is like those three songs are just a full on head nod vibe and I think that's why I like it I so think much like, that's my gets, favorite thing
1: Sumi. Gets kind of overshadowed because it's like the first song. Mm. Lyrically, a, maybe the best song it's, here. It's a really good song. Yeah, I it, yeah. I, I think the hook kind of misses it a little bit.
0: Well, this it, Kelly Kelly Price singer, I yeah. don't really know her that very well. But like the well, Sumi is new. She was on. Set you Free. She was on Set You Free. Yeah,
1: but I mean overall,
0: you know, I loved I loved one of his uh, lines right off the gate from Sumi is uh, like I'm a glutton for women. I shouldn't yearn for, but shouldn't be tempted. But baby, I like to hurt. Like very interesting to see that like admitting that almost like he is self uh, he like self um, his behavior is self destructive yeah in in its own right and that also like he but he also understands that like he's old enough now to understand that if there's a problem in something and I'm on that side of it too like I I am just as much of the problem as like the other person is too so like and and he's, he's basically just saying like. For all my mistakes in my life Whatever for, Sue me Like who cares You know yeah. what I'm saying So like I, I think lyrically Like he comes out swinging With that song He lands it And then he just therefore Like gives us songs That you can just like, like I, I keep going back To the whole point of I would love to hear This whole thing live With a live band behind him I think that Screw screw DJ oh, And screw all that stuff and it's so mad he's not
2: coming back. So mad. Oh, like my head is in my hands now. So th- the story behind this is like Pano and I and like Mike and Mike as well, because you've joined us in a bunch of these oh, shows yeah. now. Oh, yeah. We have all been on a very, very strong concert kick lately. We've been going to a ton of shows, basically Small, as many. Small, big, no matter what. We just we want to go see live music and exactly. see how it f- makes you feel because you get that different vibe when you're there mm-hmm. in person. Well, and and you can, and also it really shows you how much of it was to do with the production and how much of it was to do with the artist. Like, if an artist is kind of shitty, but then in post-production they're using a lot of editing tricks to kind of get these songs together, it's going to be blatantly obvious when you go to a live show. They're going to be rapping along to a backing track of themselves, they're going to be just trying to hype the crowd up the whole time, and they're not really going to be doing much, a lot of yelling, not much dynamics... So when you go to a show and someone is actually like controlling their voice, you can tell they're not just rapping over a track of themselves already rapping. It, it really sets them apart. But so we've been buying a ton of tickets lately, and after the Wale album came out, um, I forget how this got brought up. But Pana was like, "Oh, we should try and see Wale. It'd be so sick." Well,
1: so what happened was we were looking,
2: we were looking for the Dave B
1: tickets. Yes, and. Yep. It was just a random Monday night, and I'm just like scrolling through because they were sold out. I couldn't find them anywhere, and I'm just like, I just really want to go see this guy. Like he sounds so good. Like I want to go see him. And then I'm scrolling, and I just see Wale Monday night at eight o'clock, and it's like seven fifteen.
2: Yeah, it was. It was I was gonna say I, I thought it was like maybe like six fifty, like early seven when you sent me the text of like, dude, Wale's playing in Boston tonight. Looks like we're going.
0: <laughs> but yeah,
2: we. didn't. I wanted
1: to go. I almost I almost went by Sticks. myself.
0: I know you. You texted me too, and I think where was I? I think I was coming back from New York or something like that, and you were like, "Oh, Wale tonight," and I'm like, "Ah, oh, shit, I'm not gonna make it." But uh, so mad, yeah. I'm, I'm and he I'm he not put that
1: out same. that he was gonna extend his tour, and he just didn't.
0: he didn't. He
1: didn't put Boston post. on the list.
2: Well, in the opener that night too was uh, Dante Hitchcock, who, like who? A, someone else who we were like it, are, are kind of big fans if of. If you
1: have not tuned into any Dante Hitchcock, check him out. Well, he was on the Dreamville. Well that's how no, that's how we found him. Yeah. So, that's how I listened to him. I listened to him from that I like I heard that verse on PTSD and I was like
0: yeah, sounds, gotta, gotta check
2: awesome. this guy out. Uh grades for Wallace. wow, that's crazy. Cody? This one I'm sitting much or not much lower, lower than the last one. I was originally thinking a ninety one, but Pano's kind of swaying me now that I'm thinking about it of like if this album qualifies as a ninety one, that's that's really, really, like, better than 91% of – out. like, that's that's a pretty high percentile, percentile to sit in. I'm going to bump it down a few and go with, like, an 88-89, like a strong B-plus for me. I'm torn because I think the, the amount of
0: features is a crutch here, but then I go back to the other part piece of it where it's like, I love this album so much, almost front to back, and despite maybe two or three songs that I don't care for as much – the other like 12 to 13 tracks I absolutely love are some of my favorites I've heard this year. So it's really difficult for me to kind of really place a number here. I don't want to be boring and say the same around the same number as a YBN. I'll probably just going to tick it a, a bit below YBN for a grade only because of the crutch of some of the features. So I'm probably going to I'm going to sit in the 92ish pocket. However, I have the, I I reserve the right and do not get pissed at me or not get or don't give me shit when Wale's Wow that's crazy is higher than the Lost Boy on my on my albums that's of the crazy. year list because of the replayability and the likability I have for the album. As an album, I think sequencing wise, uh like narrative, the whole bit uh it being truly what ybn wanted it to be i think as an album ybn gets the nod for a better a better album but for enjoyability i'm just gonna put it out there that i liked i think i think overall i do like wale's wow that's crazy a little bit more but i'm gonna give it a 92 but and i will say this like i said i do expect wow that's crazy to be higher than lost boy on my list wow that's crazy <laughs> oh, and it yeah. took us two hours in, um, roughly to well, get into a, 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 so a cringy <laughs> 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 one of our dad jokes, which which <laughs> didn't come from me, weirdly enough. I, hate, so. I, well, I mean, it. the last
2: awful one was from me with like what, like show, like oh, yeah, when I tried to like show and tell or something. Actually, that would have been way better than what that, I said. That, that actually brutal. kind of works. But that Either, well, either um, way, go
1: ahead. Well, so I did say YBN maybe my favorite album of the year and i put it at an 8990 so i could tell you this one's not going to be that high i like there's a bunch of songs on this that i like but there's also a lot of songs that i don't like that i will skip like if they come on i'm not listening to them there's yeah um, uh, there's
0: you, you you can't deny that that's that there's a couple of skippables on this and i and, that, and that's why i will tick it a little bit below because there wasn't as many on ybn so Uh, there's not any on my yeah (laughs) potentially yes i'm
1: i'm sitting probably like 84 range fair 83 84 ish like i think it's good i was pumped when i saw wall a album coming out like Mm -hmm. i've i have uh interest like i have a memory with the ambition like the day i got my first car ambition came out so like I was driving around just bumping ambition, so like I have a a tight,
2: very personal memory. Yeah,
1: it's just a great memory in my mind. So like when I saw Walla, I was pumped, and I really like a lot of these songs. Like I mean, I I'll listen to Debbie all day, and Cody can can say that because
2: I I'm usually there when we're listening to Debbie it, all day. It,
1: like if there's a song that I like, if I'm in a bad mood or I need to get in a good mood, you just throw on Debbie, and it just makes you want to move. It makes you want to like. That's uh, nice.
0: that's my mama's name. Shout out my mom.
1: Great name. Um, <laughs> it's it's, a, it's name. a very good album. I I love it, but I think it should have been on Rap Album of the Year. I I hope for some reason that maybe it just didn't make the the cut because of the timing, and it can get on next year.
2: Yeah, I'd love to see it on
0: next year. Wale, so I love you. Yeah, Wale. Wow, that's crazy. YBN Corday, The Lost Boy. Check out both of these projects. I think we're gonna definitely pull um, a playlist for this, uh, this this specific episode. We'll do like our favorite tracks from each each album for sure, along with some of the snubs we'll at Grammys got. and stuff. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, yeah. So that's that was today's episode. It was, I think that was a great episode, guys. Really, really a lot of a lot of good stuff here nice between content. the Grammy stuff and then and and both album Agreed. reviews. So. Uh, I'll, I'll be back soon, guys. Yeah.
1: Uh, thank you, Pano. Me, okay. me and Cody, we got we got um a very wa-
2: different idea coming. Well, well no 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 no.
1: We and got we we, we have, have a review. We got a review J I D Y B N Dave B. Yep. A couple, we, have a couple we shows got, that we've been to. We got a review rhythm and flow.
0: Well that that is huge. I and I'm and I'm so glad that you finally list like it was so funny when Pano was here last time doing your review. I watched it that night. You no, it was so funny because like on, on our thing too i talked about rhythm and flow like on the episode you'll see you'll hear and, and uh pano's like what do i have to do to get on the episode i'm like watch rhythm and flow he's like okay done so i was, I was out i was out like uh a couple of nights ago whatever and pano's like i think it was like a friday night actually and pano's like yo almost done with rhythm and flow like and i was just, <laughs> i was like wow that was that was fast i mean it's that was short like, it's o- you, it's man. only
1: like nine episodes it's not long yeah anybody that hasn't watched granted, it granted flow, it's like, nine hours but yeah can't we talk about that um and then and, and then we, and then we, and then we in, got the concerts
0: and then in march well like probably february march whenever we get to record it we got ripe we have uh earth gang yep. and, and, and ybn uh, who we'll see at the sinclair if i remember anything from the earth gang concert i'd be shocked <laughs> we'll we'll leave it with that i think so a lot of good things to uh come from from our channel for sure and pano's just coming on with nothing but great content I'm here so pano once again thank you for coming on the show I'm for you. absolutely thank third you. time around whenever and counting you got it he's, he's become a regular I'll, I'll i'll be the third person on this podcast shortly enough absolutely uh make sure to tune in to another special episode for next week With uh, head designer from Syndicate Haven Prescott, he's coming on next week, so definitely, definitely be in in tune for that right around, right before the the holidays. That's gonna be our final guest speaker of the year, so definitely stay tuned for that. And then, yeah, right after Christmas, we have lists, and Cody and I will will be breaking our down our lists, our top twenty five songs with fifteen uh, honorable mentions and then top 10 albums with top, t- uh, with 10 honorable mentions. So we're going to, we're going to get into it at the end of this year. And that's definitely like our favorite, one of our favorite episodes oh, to do. I love it. So that will, uh, we'll definitely have fun with that. So thank you guys as always for listening. Uh, please make sure to follow us on Instagram at turntable teachers and, uh, stream us wherever 15. If we're Pano, a Tulipano 15 at, at the shed show. Yeah. Potentially a new spinoff podcast with Cody and, uh, and Pano, potentially. Someday, day we'll Someday. We'll see. Probably it's called not. The Shed Show. We'll see what happens. But, uh, again, okay, without further ado, I'm Mike. I'm Cody. We are the turntable teachers. And class is dismissed.